Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Family. No, is that <laughs> supposed to be your... Wait. Family. You sound like... What? Robert Goulet doing a Vin Diesel impersonation. Family. <laughs> a quarter mile at a time. I think we're onto something here. Look, I've seen seven of these fucking movies, all right? I'm starting to go a little fucking crazy, man. We have like three to four more to do. Well, we have three to do in the immediate future, and then we'll do the final one probably for like our Christmas episode or something. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a, it's a family. It's about family. Yeah. It's I refuse. I refuse to watch it without the express purpose of doing it for the podcast. So I know, I know it's hitting streaming, I think, like in a few weeks. No. We'll cross the bridge when we come to it. This is Married Movies. If you're new here, we're married. We talk about movies. Normally, up front, we talk about like what's been going on in our lives and everything. I feel like this week, we should just... We have to get into it. Skew that, because we have so much to talk about. There are so much... I have... No, 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 no. no, no, no I, d- d- wait. Just wait. So just many wait. notes. Yeah. I thought you were going to say a specific word. No, no, um, no, no, no. But also, yeah. yes. Uh, we had a toy show last week. It was fine. Our legs are caught up. Uh... Because we said last week's episode that we were probably going to wait another week to do this, but we started watching them and we just kept fucking watching them. Because how could we not? <laughs> it is an addiction. It, it is an ad- it, it it. I now see why people go bonkers. Well, over yeah. This. Now we watched the two good ones. People <laughs> go bonkers over it. So far, out of seven movies, spoiler alert. We are currently running in the Star Trek film corollary. Every other movie is great. Or every other movie is It's tolerable, yeah. Yeah. At least in my opinion. But we'll get there when we get there. So we're going to go jump right in into Fast and Furious, Fast 5, Fast and Furious 6, and Furious 7. Uh, We're going to discuss all... Is this the most movies we've talked about? I think the most we've ever done is three, right? No, uh, with... Toy Story, didn't we do all four of them together? No, we did those, I think, in individual oh, episodes. Or we, we might did have done, so much. I think we did one and two and then three and four. Maybe, and I know we've maybe. done trilogies together. Yeah, we've done like The Mighty Dog. But I don't think we've ever done more than one, more than three movies in a, in a set. It, maybe with the Leprechaun movies? I no, we did those two at a time, too. We did them two yeah. at a time? Well, just... Buckle up! <laughs> or not, and you'll still live. It'll be fine. Um, Spoiler. So I'll read. Spoiler. So I'm reading four and six. I'm reading the bad ones. You're reading the good one. Uh, Fast and Furious. When fugitive Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel. Can I just say that I find it cute that in a seven disc set on the fourth movie, they're still clarifying who is who. Uh, Returns to Los Angeles to avenge a loved one's death. It reignites his feud with agent Brian O'Connor, Paul Walker, and they must test their loyalties by joining together to bring down a shared enemy. Now you read Fast Five. Fast Five. 
fugitive Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel, <laughs> partners with former cop Brian O'Connor, Paul Walker, on the opposite side of the law in exotic Brazil, where they are hunted by a high-powered U.S. strike force led by its toughest fed, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and an army of corrupt cops working for a ruthless drug kingpin. Fast and Furious 6. Uh, spoiler, by the way. Hobbs, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, has been tracking an organization of lethally skilled drivers whose mastermind, Luke Evans, is aided by the love Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel, thought was dead, Letty, Michelle Rodriguez. Half the description is fucking names in parentheses. <laughs> Furious 7. Targeted by a cold-blooded black ops assassin with a score to settle, Jason Statham, Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel, Brian O'Connor, Paul Walker, and Hobbs, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, lead the returning cast across the globe in their most gravity-defying and emotional adventure yet. I was going to say get through four, not one, but you got one. I got one. Fuck! Now I'm up four? Yeah. Back up four? Nice. That's a, that's a yeah, cushion. Yeah, but that's going to change. That's a cushion. Um, so, here we are. Here we are. So, all right. When Jillian is older, I am going to install in her... The belief that if you just keep trying long and hard enough, eventually things are going to come out good. Because this franchise is like, look, we're just going to keep making movies <laughs> until we figure out what we need to do. And because it takes them five movies to, to do it. Now, the first movie we discussed two weeks ago, I think, is... Totally passable, makes sense why they'd be yeah, more it's of fine. them. You know, the third one. Tokyo Drift was actually a, 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 a refreshing change in for the scenery most part. and character. For the for most, the most part, part, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it just boggles my mind that we are in 2023 and the 11th movie in this franchise came out with a 12th and conceivably final edition coming out and... This is, like, at the end of the day, one of the most long-running and beloved franchises. Yeah. Just There's out of the There's a ride in Universal. Yeah, like, really counts. That, that, is, that is a seat that kind of moves, is what that ride still. is. But um, it, it It's crazy. And it's in these four movies... That you see why. That that happens. Because... It just became a vehicle huh, for I hate you. for for certain people to just be fucking stars, and they surrounded them with enough people that, that actually it, it did worked. the work. It freaking worked. <laughs> like honestly, it is. So we're not going to get into it this week. We'll get into it next uh, in two weeks because we are not doing the next three movies for next week's episode. Um, in two weeks, we'll get into how the franchise kind of shifts and becomes, you know, more controversial with Vin's, Vinness and The Rock and, you know, all, all that jazz. But for this, this stretch from 2009 to 2015, I think, is when the final movie came out, 
is just a glor is just like a, a out and out six year fucking success. And the and the fourth one because we'll go in order here. The fourth one, it's kind of preposterous that it made it through them because we were both working at the theater when this movie came out in two thousand nine. I remember when this movie came out, and I remember working it. I remember seeing bits and pieces of it, particularly the ending. Because, you know, waiting for to clean the theater afterwards mm-hmm, a, a lot. Mm-hmm. And being like, man, people still fucking buy into this shit. Especially after how poorly Tokyo Drift did. And it did. It was a huge success, despite critics' reaction. And the studio sensed it. And the studio did the ending the way they did so they could do the, the next movie. And then, from there, it was off to, again... Off to the races. Off to the races. But to the, race wars. <laughs> to race wars. With a turn of the frogs gay! Um... <laughs> What? No, it's Alex Jones. <laughs> Remember, I, I referenced that in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, 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 I was like, no, Race no. Wars, where's Alex Jones at? No, 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 no. That's no, his most I, famous yep, thing. Is, yep, you know. Sure. I sadly do a good Alex Jones. It's just yelling about you, random things. You do a better Robert Goulet. <laughs> I just, for as a half second, try to think of Robert Goulet as Alex Jones, and I almost shit myself. <laughs> uh, and that's a miracle to me, because the fourth movie is not good. I did not like it at all because it was just pretty boring. Yeah. And that's what I don't want from a Fast and Furious movie is it to be boring. There's still plenty of, and there's also things in this that are preposterous. Look, look. Look, this is the least ridiculous of the movies. <laughs> of the ones that we're going to talk and about. And I'm like, I'm like, this is the least ridiculous. So far, we are in for a treat. That was my note. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an odd movie. It really is, because they're trying to reestablish. It basically is a big rehash of the first movie. Yeah, it, they're retconning a lot of things. They're, you know, bringing Han into the fold, right? Because they established that he's family, right? To, to connect the third movie. And I found it funny. So knowing what I knew was going to happen in 6, of how we find out that 4, 5, and 6 all technically takes place before Tokyo Drift, I always assumed that... Han, they just kind of retconned the character and people didn't know it. So when it did happen, they're like, oh, and it was like a big kind of reveal. No, they kind of established right away that this is before Tokyo Drift. Like, Han says, like, I've been trying to get my way to Tokyo. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, and, like absolutely. You know, and then later Mia says, you know, five years. So it all makes sense from, because the actual time in between this movie and the first one is eight years, right? 2001, 2009. Yes. So she says five years, and I'm like, okay, that, that Kinda checks out. Kind of checks out, yeah, yeah. So I was surprised by that, and like there was an attempt at continuity, um, but, and that, that's without technology, because uh, <laughs> technology, as we established when we talked about Tokyo Drift, Drift yeah. was going to get blown all to fucking all... hell when this happens. Yeah, but... Uh, but like the, most things get blown to hell. The plot itself gets blown to fucking hell. So let me ask you a question. What was this one about? Um, yes, exactly. This was about mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Dom trying to avenge the death of his wife, Levy. And in doing so, Brian gets involved. And then there's just swerves on top of swerves on top of swerves. Wait, I'm sorry, what? 
Oh, Turkey. Oh. oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on your corner a lot because there's some things. like there's This there's movie so is many. predicated. All right, so Look. we did this last time. I'm going to predict which movie had the most and the least swerves of the four that we watched. Oh, I don't know if you're going to get it. Okay, I don't think I'm going to either. But I will tell you that these were by far the four highest swerves so far this the, year. <laughs> Here's the thing. By the end of the year, we're going to be watching like fucking Piglet's big movie. And it's going to be like 900 swerves because of how closely you're looking at this. I'm gonna say I've that never n- paid more attention in a movie before in my whole damn Whatever life. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I'm going to say number one is Fast and Furious 6. No. Fuck. All right. Then I'm going to say number one is this movie. No. Fuck. Then it's Fast 5. No. All right. So hold on. Is, uh, Furious any- 7. So it got progressively more swerving. Just because you're just paying more. That's... God, you're so annoying. You can't even do this right. Yes, I can. I did it perfectly fine. There were 132 swerves in this movie. <laughs> I think you're just, I'm one you're of just them. making shit up at this point. There's no way you counted 132 specific swerves. You haven't done 132 of anything in your life. Yes, I have. Absolutely. Maybe loads of laundry. Yeah. And shits. Sure. That, that's all I need to hear. Um, do you want me to do you no, want no, me to no, 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 I don't, then? I don't, I don't. So yeah, so it's it's basically a rehash of the first movie, but instead of Brian trying to nail down who the the hijackers and you know the the crew is, the he they're they're both him and Dom are trying to find the same culprit of who killed Letty and who's peddling these drugs. Um course the movie starts with another hijack I, if you give me a hijack scene right away i'm gonna be happy because we already established the best mo- the best scenes in this franchise up to this point we're They're always great. around a hijack we despite got the fact that the least believable thing about the opening is this fucking trucker with a pe- fucking pet iguana um but man people love their iguanas but the action's back the Han's back. driving backwards we got you got dumb. The spanish guys spanish bros Causing trouble. The the the, the bros High are great. Jinx. They're great. I wish they were in. I wish that they were in the two most recent. One, right? They weren't. They in weren't in six, six or seven. Or seven. No, they I think they come seven. back. I think they. Yeah, but. But I, 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 I like their dynamic. When they showed they up bring in five. Fun. I was like, oh, cool, those guys. They didn't really do anything in the last one. And but then, then they, they do so much in the, in five. I'm like. Fucking yeah. yeah, bring them on. They're yeah. hilarious. They're they, cool. they have a lot of chemistry. They they yeah. give a really good that's, position to that's everything. That's most things with five, which we're going to get to here yeah, in, yeah, in a absolutely. bit. But um, in four, every yeah. single one of these movies has three to five moments where I had to type in capital bold letters. You had to? Look at my What the notes. fuck Vin Diesel is doing in, this, my, in the movie. Look at my notes. They're all caps. In this movie, his stupid badassery is... I don't know if that's a compliment. Into fucking the stratosphere. He drives underneath a flipping flaming tanker. Yeah, yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. fucking nothing. You haven't done that? No. No, oh. I have. No. The, so I've been hiding my drag racing from him. Look, part of it is. He also turns into fucking Batman in this movie. Like he literally will be holding a guy over a balcony and Brian stops it, turns around in a span of two seconds, and he's fucking gone. He is, like, in and out of places with, without anybody noticing. Like, he fucking studied at the League of Shadows. And then 
He knows there's a goddamn fucking bullet and just goes around living his life with it inside of him. Look, in other movies, at least you see him take it out. In this movie, he just got a fucking bullet in him and he's, he's fine. Look. Look, don't hate. He's a tough SOB. He is 5'11", and his real name is Mark Sinclair. Let's be fair, okay? <laughs> He's not anything. He is standing on so many fucking Apple boxes anytime he is in a scene with Dwayne, probably even Paul Walker. I don't know how fucking tall Paul Walker was. Um, and his name is Mark. Let's, let's, let's just put his it out there. His name is Vin. No, his name is Mark Sinclair. Vin. His name is Mark Sinclair. It's during the fight club. <laughs> but... Uh, but it's it's fine. Like it's so fucking lovable. It's it's you know it's. Paul Walker was six two. Yeah, exactly. And then you couldn't tell it in any movie because Vin Diesel was always at eye level with him. Um, but yeah, the actual story of the movie just gets muddled with them not necessarily figuring out how to balance the the preposterous action and plot with the personality and the camaraderie of the cast. This one suffers from, it's literally, just like the first movie, it is literally Dom and Brian with a sprinkle of Han. You don't have Tej, you don't have Roman, you don't have Letty, you have fucking Wet Noodle Mia. So it's it's just not... It's, yeah, what... what? bowl of pasta. Well, she's obviously always wet. She keeps having kids. Um, it's... But but you do have, I think, a more charismatic antagonist in this one. In, oh, sure. in Braga. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, because you, you recognize who Braga was, right? It took me a little while. Who's Braga? He is uh, uh, Cristobal from Barry. <laughs> Nuh-uh. That's Cristobal. I was sitting there, I was like, fuck, I like this actor. How do I remember? The, he looks so different. Wow. Yeah. Well, and he's also not like kissing fucking NoHo Hank. <laughs> That's why. Uh, he's on my short MVP list. It is a short MVP list because it, it's fast and furious. Um, yeah, he, I like him because he's an intriguing uh, villain. That Swerve, you didn't think, was the real villain until... Right, yeah, that was one of my things. Kind of Swerve, the- he's broke. Braga is Campos is Braga and Braga is Campos. You kind of got the feeling a little bit. Wait, how many? Did you count that for like four? <laughs> it should no, just be two. One. It should be one. Swerve. Braga's Braga the real Campos. villain, period. No, Bra- Campos is Braga. Whatever. Uh, you so- know what else I counted as a swerve? Dwight likes feet. <laughs> I've been just waiting to throw that on you. You've been waiting a week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in my in my notes, because uh, of course he's on my LVP list and probably will be who I well actually I have somebody else I'm gonna pitch for my LVP hard. Uh, I just wrote that Dwight douche with the Quentin Tarantino tendencies. Um, so what what did you particularly like or dislike about this movie? Scenes, etc. Oh man. Um, yeah, there was one of my least favorite scenes, and maybe this is, it's kind of similar to when we talked about Jupiter Ascending, and I Mm -hmm. think we kind of talked about this, um, briefly, uh, when Vin has his, uh, 
detective skills working overtime when he's at the crash site of let and he he visualizes the crash visualizes and smells the, crash. the nitro smells meth nitro meth and there's only one dealer one one dealer who you know makes cars with that or well, whatever he can find it from the burn marks the now burn i want to see vin Diesel so be the modern day columbo just one more thing <laughs> that's also funny because of the other columbo that i do that I yeah I'm, I'm i'm well aware that's why yeah. i laugh so hard that's why i was building up that routine yeah. just for this moment. so so you know that was a bit preposterous and and you know i wasn't i wasn't about it but um let me see. I think, other than that, I didn't think anything else. I liked the driving in the tunnels. I liked see, the. I, I didn't even like that. That shit you lost. Didn't? I thought it was going to. I was like, okay, here we go. I love the action of it. I think by that point, that's like a and little bit more than halfway through. There were. It just kind of. It was just kind of boring and lost me because by that point, we haven't had much excitement. Um, we like I said, we don't have a, a comedic character, so it just feels like a rehash of the first movie. Sure, sure. We're reestablishing things. A lot of the stuff that, like at this point, after three movies, we're seeing people together for the first time in eight real years, five years in the universe, was a letdown. So when Brian and Mia have like their reunion. It's a big letdown with this boring ass coffee shop scene. Yeah, when... but also I I attribute that honestly to how boring and awful Jordana Brewster is. To be quite honest, and I'm not saying that no. because you always say, "Oh, you always have no, no, good no, no, for the girl." No. Like Paul Walker is super charismatic, and I think does a great job. Um, Eventually, I still think he's bad in this movie. I, but to me, Jordana Brewster is the LVP of this movie I, because she, she's she's just flat out cashing I think a check. This is in a, his, Trajectory we might revisit here. Oh, the female trajectory across the next four movies? Uh, but hold on, maybe let me make sure. even with Jordana Brewster. Uh, no, no, I don't have her for any other ones. I will say oh, right I now. I had her for the seventh one. She, I, she's not. I won't she say, wasn't even showing! I won't say. Well, she's never showing. In the fifth movie, she's jumping on the roofs of houses in Brazil with a baby. Um, <laughs> and the such and the like and the hey! <laughs> Turn into Jerry Lewis. Um, I will say that I have a woman for the LVP of every single movie. It is a different person, every single one. And I think it's fully justified based on what they're given to do. Um, so we'll get there. Uh, I still think Paul Walker is not great in this movie. Um, he's just doing the same shit that he did in the first two. But her particularly, to me, is just like, I'm just cashing this check and we're never going to make any of these ever again. And then when this one did well, she's like, oh, well, I guess I gotta come back and do three more. Or however many more, because I don't know if she's in the, the newer ones now that um, Paul Walker is gone. But they, to me, it just didn't seem like they had any idea what to do with the story. They were like, all right, we're still in the... They didn't change the genre yet. Because in 5, it, become, it becomes less a car race culture movie. It becomes like a heist buddy movie. And that's where it succeeds is you have charismatic individuals and talented actors joined together in basically an Ocean's Eleven style film with expert stunts. And that shit works for the most part across those three movies. But for this, it's just the same old, same old. 
and they're trying to get by off of nostalgia instead of moving it forward. And it's hard to do nostalgia when the original is still so fresh in people's minds. Mm-hmm. And then there also is the soap opera element of of Letty. Um, so yeah, it just... And the movie is still... When it is in that culture, I was for sure going to be initially sad on this podcast. Because like, man, by Fury 7... We're not going to have any fucking girls covered in water and, like, butts and stuff. And each movie, at least, they give us, like, one quick glimpse at, like, some butts. And, like, like dancers in cages. Like, that's a... <laughs> that is a hallmark of this franchise. And the fact that we get it at least every single time. Mm. <laughs> this is, quote-unquote, okay. quote my note. I wonder when this franchise matures from girls making out with each other in close-ups of butts. It'll be sad. I wrote this right before Gal Gadot comes out with her hard nipples. <laughs> like, I wrote that down, and then, like, Dom and uh, Giselle have, like, their scene in the garage, and she comes out, like, just wearing a tank top and nothing else. I'm just yeah. like, well, I guess we're good, because yeah, we still have Gal Gadot in this movie. Still gonna have that. Yeah. Um, um, and the movie just doesn't feel like it earns a lot of the things. So we already talked about the letdown of Brian seeing me again. Of course, the letdown of Brian with Dom again. But then there's never really a conversation or a switch for the for Brian and Dom to, like, be chums again. It's just, like, they put the car in impound, and then they're like, well, we know what we got to do. And it's just... Yeah, it's kind of like a forced camaraderie yes, kind of least, thing, like, with the end goal. like, And they kind of touch on it. At least Too Fast, Too Furious had that scene of Roman and... and uh, and Brian standing before the mission, like yeah. kind of hashing their shit out, right, 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 you know. getting on the same page yeah. that way. So yeah, yeah, I can absolutely see that. Like, I feel like it gets cemented in like the next movie, but yeah, like this movie, there's a lot of clashing in the beginning, and it doesn't ever really get resolved. It yeah. just kind of gets pushed to the side. So yeah, I totally understand that. Um, but I did like. I did like the villains in this movie, I guess. Like, I I already said I liked Braga. I really liked Ray Fenix. I'm so happy to have seen his face. Fuck you. You're talking about that's M.M., baby. I know that's M.M., but it's because his name is Phoenix. Those two are my MVPs. We can pick whichever one you want to pick. I thought that they did such a great job. Really, really well done. Um... Yeah, and it's and it's hard to do when, like, they're purposefully framing everything to like root against them. Oh yeah, yeah you yeah. know, like as like the bad guys. Yeah, like, they do they do they do a good job of, of that. This movie is filled with so many like oh I know that person. So we got yeah. uh, Ramirez from Dark Knight, still just being Ramirez essentially. Fuck you, Ramirez. You got, you got Emma Stone's friend from Crazy Stupid Love as the girl that has to run the test that takes like six weeks. Um, convenient that it takes that long to get that back. You got Brandon T. Jackson, Al Pacino from Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have fucking Gal Gadot, one of the biggest stars on the fucking planet. And then Liza Alonzo as, uh, as uh, Fenix. I was just like, hell yeah. Let, let's go. That scene where like you meet the two of them is right before the race to get the gig. Mm-hmm. And that I thought was a really good scene, but it got ruined to me by... Like the AI voice and the graphics related to the race. Yo, it's yo. like if I want, I don't want to see a fucking video game. Fucking, fucking most. I don't know if this is the most ass backwards GPS or the most advanced GPS. <laughs> like I wasn't sure, and I don't. 
honestly, like when you're talking about the years, I don't know when the fuck this was supposed to be taking place. So I don't know how impressed I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I just poked myself in the eye really hard. Keep going. Sorry. Like how Keep impressed should I be? Is it, is it 2005? Is it 2009? Is it 2099? Well, let's remember that in Tokyo Drift and a couple years from when this yes, movie's I taking place. They had the flip phones. They have flip the phones watching the race. So I should be super impressed. This is super advanced fucking so. wads shit. People saying made in Japan. Fuck that. Made in uh, here. <laughs> Did <laughs> this most was. of this take place in Mexico? Uh, yes. yes. Look, the. the Ask me the setting of a Fast and Furious movie in any waking moment. I'm probably not going to fucking Oh, know. yeah. The beginning took place in the Dominican Republic. Then it went to Mexico, L.A. Like, that's... Yeah, it's all the standards. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's... I mean, I liked, though... <gasps> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I thought that this was more exciting... In terms of like some of the action scenes, you know, I I felt like the second one really took a dip. Right, we we, established, we, talked, we talked about, about that, that right? And like the third until one until a boat until a car fucking went flying on a boat. But well, yeah, you know. but that was like that was that was it. That was the action. Yeah. This I thought did a good job of like keeping it going with you know, letting like. The heist in the beginning, and then Letty being murdered, and then the detective work by by Dom of you know smelling the nitro mask. Being Batman, yeah. Being Batman. Um, then, but there's also just swerves to me that di- like didn't fucking work. So the swerve of. Letty was actually undercover and Brian knew about it. That was fucking weak sauce to me. It was just basically made to give us a reason for Dom and Brian to fucking yeah, have yeah. another fight. Yeah, yeah, it was fight. to create that tension. Yeah, absolutely. That that didn't fucking work for me. And then the swerve of Braga was actually some it was Campos was actually Braga. You could telegraph it because they weren't going to establish this guy this late into the movie, you know, as this kind of threat and it be a no name fucking person. Um, and then all of a sudden, like. Me and Brian are hooking up again, and he's he's not a cop, and he's he's out on the lam helping them once once more. It just becomes a fucking old hat. The stuff that I liked was uh, I thought Paul Walker did a really good job earlier in the movie when uh, he knows he's getting this gig, and they're like showing him the cars and he's gonna get to work on him and get the race again, like. You see his body language and his facial expression yeah, yeah. and his in his tone yeah. change. Yeah, there was like I, that a car montage. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I like that, um, and that's really about it. Also, uh, like, uh, well, I like the concept of, but I don't like that it hasn't happened since. Um, I don't see how they did not have Vin Diesel always call a guy a pussy after he kills him. That was one of the that was funniest hilarious. things. Pussy. No, no. The way Vin Diesel says pussy. Do, do it for me. Pussy. <laughs> and how's he hold a beer? <laughs> going back to what you said before about... Um, wait, I just said something I was going to say. Oh, going back to what you said before about how, like, Letty had been undercover. Like, that, that swerve you kind of anticipated. Bigger, bigger swerve there. No fucking way that phone still had battery. It was not plugged in and charging. Mm. 
That phone was in that evidence bag. How long had it been since Letty had died? Like, they had her funeral. They, You know, it's been at least a few weeks. Also, I don't plug my phone in for like two days. It's completely dead. Oh. And that's a fucking flip phone. This is an iPhone. No, I think that was like a, that was like a slide phone. It was like no, a no, Blackberry. No, no, it was a flip. It was oh, a was flip. It? Flipped it up. I thought you pushed it up. I don't remember. Um, Whichever. It's not like that makes it any better. I know. I don't know. Every person that has died in this franchise that has not actually died, it is absurd. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. I mean, I know it's Vin's vision. It's not what actually happened. But they literally establish in the next movie what actually happened. And it's just... It's... The things that people survive and the things that people don't survive. Like, I think it's in 7. Vin Diesel has this crash that looks... 500 times worse than Han's crash. It looks... He has it on purpose. He just backed over a cliff with another human being in the car. And they both just have some scrapes. Maybe a concussion. Mm-hmm. But Letty has that one flip happen. And granted, in the vision, she was shot. But I guess she wasn't actually shot. It's... I'm the asshole. I get it for looking at these things while I'm watching a Fast and Furious movie. But just don't. Yeah, how dare don't, you? Don't treat me to be a total fucking idiot. How dare you be um, different than everyone else watching this movie? Um, and then, yeah, and then I I liked how absolutely ridiculous the ending of this movie is. <laughs> it's so fucking Like absurd. he gets fucking. Dom get, goes to trial, gets sentenced gets 25 maximum. 25 years. No minimum. chance. Minimum. No chance of early parole. You know, he's on the bus, going out in the desert. Here comes the fucking cavalry. Three little speedy cars like they're going to do some shit. Including one is Mia, who, like, she's not a driver to that extent to pull off some big-ass fucking... Yeah, sure. uh, ...fucking prison break. Also, the prison break that, once again, as we see in the first scene of Fast Five, has this bus roll over... Yo. 50 times. Those buses don't have seatbelts, right? <laughs> no, and all these guys are like chained up and shit. Not yeah. like they can like brace themselves. Everyone lives and there's only one body missing. Wonder who it could be. Yeah, it's... As I was watching this, I was like, okay, yeah, I see why this one didn't... It was like the last one that really got like really bad reviews. It, it makes total sense because they just didn't... And it sucks because it's Justin Lin who did Tokyo Drift. And I, I think he was definitely getting accustomed to... The bigger budget. The CGI yeah. doesn't look great in this either. And then Chris Morgan, the guy who's kind of been like the writer for these movies going forward, they just didn't really have a grasp, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think this... Oh, not at all, yeah, with these characters. This kind of scratched the surface. Yeah. You know, like it had potential. It just didn't... It just didn't... It didn't pass that that line yet. Absolutely. Um But I don't... I don't think it was as bad as the second one. No, I don't think it was as bad either. I think because there is a there is a bit of a charm to seeing the characters back and and even if they're doing the same thing, I mean it's it's something. It's it's still it's it's so weird how compelling it is. Like I can't not watch it. To just watch Vin Diesel mumble his lines. Mumble his lines, look tough. Hold his beer like like this. That's not how you hold a beer. That's how he holds a beer because he doesn't actually drink it. It's like he's he choking a chicken permanently holding a beer. And yeah. I don't even mean his dick. He's just like, <laughs> I don't like this chicken. Glug, glug, glug. So 
But, you know, even him doing that, I just can't not watch this movie. So I have him written in my MVP list, and I said it can't be him, but I had to address it. I mean... He's already lost so much of what he had in the first movie. Like, the first movie, we talked about it. It was odd, right? It was so odd. He had this charisma, this energy that was beyond just his look and his aura. Like, his mannerisms and his facial expressions and his line delivery. Like, you saw potential there as an actor. And in this... He just feels like a parody of himself. And I'm like, this is the fourth one. What the fuck? I will say I do have him coming up on a short list for MVP in, a, in, a, in another movie we're going to talk yeah, about but, tonight. But, this but was, he's not going to be an MVP for any like other movie, also, I think, for the rest of the fucking This one time. was also them coming back, right? Like, they had a lot of fun doing the first one. I think we talked about how much yeah. fun you could tell that they had. And then he was like, nah, for the second one. And... The third well, one. Based on the script and based and on the fact I know, that no, no, he I was the new that. Hollywood hot guy that was and getting, so, and you so know, then he, So then this is him, like, coming back into it. Like, gotta readjust to it. Well, then he just envelops it. Then he just then, then embodies like, it. Then he represents an, it. It is insane. It's the Vin Show. It's the Vin Show. Uh, um, so, so, yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I don't know if he's MVP. You know, he, he can't be. I, I have it between either Laz Alonzo or uh, the actor that plays Braga. I don't think any of the principals... Well, Campos Braga. Right. Who is John Ortiz. One second. Um, look him up. John Ortiz? Oh, John Ortiz, sorry. I, mean, a, I thought he had a third character. No, no, no. Campos slash Braga. He was the guy who was Campos, but it was actually Braga. Got it. Um, right? I'm, I don't know if Laz Alonzo is sadly in it enough. Right. I was like, going to say, like, he was kind of like the. He's always great. He's very, he's a good, unhinged, you know, heater, heavy type character. But he's probably not in it a lot. For me, Braga has this weird charisma about him that just makes him. I think the scene in the club. Yeah. When it was still, he was compost. Like, they didn't know he was Braga. And he was, like, talking to them, like, you know, down to earth, getting them drinks or whatever you need, you know, help yourself, whatever. Like, I think that was, that was a really good, um... You know what? I am so fucking sorry. I am a racist piece of shit. This is not the actor that I was thinking of. This is not... You're fucking Cristobal. Cristobal is the guy in Fast Five. This guy is the guy, he's the friend from Silver Linings Playbook. That's who it was. He's still somebody I recognized. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I feel so bad. You should. Uh, he's also Morales and Aliens. Yeah, this guy's a great actor. Uh, I mean, so is the guy who plays Cristobal. Um, but that's... You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I like the actor. I just put I like the actor and I just assumed it was Cristobal. No, Cristobal is the guy who, um, he's under Reyes, uh, in Fast Five. That actor is, where did he go? Michael Irby. That's, that's who I'm thinking of. But yeah, let's go John Ortiz for Fast and Furious. Because yeah. like I said, none of the principals, I think, earn it or get it, and everybody else is meh. Like this LVP list. I think we already settled. It's Georgiana Brewster for Fast and Furious. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she she's she's awful on this. She she just yeah she just was is just boring and it and like we say it's like the least valuable person 
anyone else at this time could have done this and done it so much better. Like, what year did this come out? 2009. Okay. 2009? Tell me some other hot actresses besides Gal Gadot at this time. Well, Gal Gadot wasn't even a hot actress. I can figure she's just coming straight off of being a model. I was under the assumption, because Gal Gadot gets a pretty bad rap nowadays of not being a great actress. I think she was good in every movie thought, she was in. I thought she was... She, she, I mean, she didn't have to do much else, but she's not any of the women that I'm referring to no, as, as, no, a, no, as a future me, LVP. I, I like her. I think I've always liked her because she has that, like... I just think she has such a charm about her. Yeah, she has a natural charisma. Natural charisma, but um, the other people I had on my LVP list were this fucking Dwight guy again, who had he didn't have feet. he had three lines. But he liked feet. The first person he has feet, and he didn't have meth. He likes feet. Oh, fuck that guy. And then I didn't Smurf, like Brian's Smurf. boss, uh, Penning, just a boilerplate, bland, oh, yeah, no, no. heavy. He had a couple of line deliveries where I'm like, oh boy, you couldn't get one of these other fucking guys from the factory. Um, but yeah, all right. So that's what we have for Fast and Furious. Um, we're forty minutes in. We really need to move oh, on to the, shit. the good uh, ones. Yeah, there were. Yeah, I told you already, right? There were one hundred and thirty-two scores. You did. Okay, yes. good. Just want to make sure. What is your score for Fast and Furious? Well, I I don't think I liked it as much as. Let me look at my scores. I'm all messed up. You said you thought it was better than Too Fast Too Furious. Uh, yes, it's better than Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm not sure. It's but I like it better than the first. I think it's kind of teetering as, um, like for me at least with the first one. I'm just gonna give this one a five. I think it was a fine reintroduction, and I did like you know a lot of like the chase scenes, and I thought that that stuff was really mm-hmm. cool. So I did like that. Uh, I did not. I thought it was. Pretty pedestrian, boring, too much of a rehash. I'm giving it a three and a half. Mm. So, so it'll be a 4.25 for Fast and So Furious. you barely liked it more than... I think I give Too Fast and Furious either a two and a half or a three. You gave it a three. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was barely for me. Because at least Too Fast and Furious, by the end of it, you know, the charm of Roman and Ava Mendez is at least, you know, exciting. You know. I mean, but, but in this, you know, they're, they're going to go... Uh... They're driving down the desert chasing a bus for the ending here. Do you want to point out something that uh, was encouraged for us to watch that we did not watch? Because we referenced it. Los Bandoleros. It kind of explains how Han and Vin get together. Didn't watch it. Forgot. Our bad. Um, Don't think we're missing probably much. Because, I mean, we get enough of, of just... Vin telling us he's family to understand why it's fine. So I'm not going to be concerned with it. So Fast Five. So Fast Five had lofty expectations because I have heard, I mean, I listen to very popular film podcasts that were putting this movie on like their end of the fucking decade list many years ago. And I was like, it, it's a Fast and the Furious it's, That's movie. impossible. Like, it, there's no, no way. No way. And then as I was watching the first four movies, I was like, I'm, I'm going to hate how much this movie doesn't live up to the hype that has been put in front of me over the past 10 to 11 years. And God damn it, this movie fucking rules. <laughs> I mean, you this got... This movie's so fucking good. You bring... For, okay. I was mad I was like, why is this movie so right. good? Like, like, what right does it have? Like, it picks up immediately from 
from the last movie with the cavalry coming on the bus scene. Huge swerve, swerve, swerve. You're not expecting, like you think they're going to break them out. You're not expecting that bus to flip three or four times. Oh, sure. Right? Like, like you know, it starts, it starts. With the Rocky recall. <laughs> yeah. Like every Rocky movie where it's like, well, here's the last fighter. Here's what happened. Yeah, yeah, you know. exactly, exactly. Um, so. Plus you know, endangering everyone's life. Yeah. And then, then, then Swerve, you're suddenly in Brazil. And then Swerve, Vince is back. Then the whole gang is back. Vince, Vince is back. Vince has been eating well. <laughs> been eating Mia has been way. fucking well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you bring in all the rest of, of the gang. Like, everybody comes back. You really do start to feel this family <coughs> that they consistently yes. talk about. And the action in this movie is well, ridiculous. We've already established at this point that... For me, my money is the the hijack scenes or the are now the heist scenes are where it's at, right? Because you're putting the dynamics of all these fully fleshed out and developed characters that have all their positives and negatives into a very cinematic uh, set piece. Mm-hmm. And so, in this, also, it's the first time that the characters we don't have a conflict here of. Of they, right, they're not you know, infighting. Yeah, it's, they're not infighting. Yeah, we have a, we are now established that it's them against everyone it's, else. Yeah, it's Brian and Dom and the family versus the world. Right and now, they are in it together. And it's so much better. It's a fuck. It's improv. We don't have to deal with the fucking the fucking arguments and the fucking disagreements. It's just here we go and begin. And it's another amazing fucking you know, heist hijack scene. It's so good. And then the movie figures out that at this point in the franchise, and this point where we are, we have to give the people like the moments. We have to give them the thing where it's like, I don't care how unbelievable this is. You're going to believe it's happening. You're going right to see now. this happen. And then you're not going to be able and to... And you're not going to give a fuck. Yeah. It's and just going to happen. the car going over that cliff and Paul Walker like coming out of the car the way that he does to basically jump out of the car and Vin Diesel's face as they're going off in that stunt which was practically done. Not with those two, obviously. Um... Is there any possible way they can live through that fall? Absolutely not. <laughs> There's no way that those two human beings can fall that length into that water and not disintegrate upon impact. But goddammit, they do it. And it's just like, as soon as that happens, like, okay, they figured it out. They did. Here they we figured go. figured it out. It's fucking amazing. And then, immediately afterwards, you get the character that changes the franchise forever in Hobbs. You give them... An adversary that is equally charismatic and yes. equally resting on his aura, but also somebody that it can just be fits. that antagonist. It, it just, just fits. It just all fit together. It immediately raises the stakes. It immediately elevates yes. the movie into something that it, we haven't had yes. before. And then it's like, where the fuck is this Dwayne Johnson and everything else we watch? Right. He is... And I think it only gets progressively better, to be quite honest with you. I I agree. I have... So, here's what I will say. I have him on my MVP list for the next three movies. Yeah. You could argue he should probably get it for this movie because 
if we're he looking has at the most to do in this one, I va- think. well, not even that he has the most to do, but value. You could make the argument that the Fast and Furious movies aren't the success that they are without him. Sure, the, the fourth movie did very, very well, and Vin Diesel would like to think that it's because of him. But at this time is when he came back to WWE, which was a, a very, very considered marketed effort absolutely for where his career was we're gonna say that again when we get to ronda rousey as well (laughs) no uh (laughs) but he became that person you put into a franchise to make sure that it sticks like the journey series and this and i think there was another one i'm forgetting um and it was because he played into the fan base that supported him to go in there in the first place. And he found a playbook that unfortunately now he sticks way to. But in this... Like, yeah. It's it's funny because uh, I don't know how much research you've done in this movie. Do you know who that part was originally considered to be? No. Hobbs was originally not going to be basically like a Vin equal. It was going to be... More so an older, intellectual person. It makes perfect sense, as I say. It's going to be Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah. Basically just being Sam Gerard in The Fugitive, which is one of my favorite action movies. Oh, yeah. That I just rewatched a couple weeks ago. Um, and you can even hear it in the dialogue. I don't think they changed any of The Rock's dialogue from that concept either. Because sometimes The Rock delivers some of the lines in this movie. And you can hear it being like... it's. That fucking famous part of the future where he's like, well, fig me up a cup of coffee with donut with the sprinkles on it. Like, The Rock has a couple moments like that where he's talking like, let's make the vegetables. And it's no, like, what? I think it's also like when he's asking for like Elena as yeah. like his helper. He's like, I like her smile. I feel like that is a Tommy Lee Jones Yeah, it, it's a little bit more sardonic yes. than the character but, is. But it's I, only in this movie that yeah. you get that. Yeah. By the next no, movie... I totally see that. By the next movie, he, it, he's just The Rock. Yeah. And, totally it's, and it, 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 it fits better. I think but so. But his impact as a whole on the I, movie... Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Like, The Rock it, is here. Um, and it's believable. And so the reason why it changed because Vin Diesel on his Facebook, I can't make this up, some fan was like, hey, I really want to see you in The Rock in a movie. And he's like, we can make that happen. So he reached out to The Rock and that's how it, got made, that's how it happened. Perfect. Um, and now they can't stand each other. But in this, they have such, like as soon as you get a scene with the two of them, like when they first uh, like kind of spot each other in the awesome roof chase, that was really good. That scene's amazing. That scene is amazing. Especially when you consider Georgiana Brewster is supposed to be pregnant. Um, but it's just her character, such a great sorry, scene. not her. Like that them just yeah, the action scene. in this movie is a really good is really, really good. But then you get the scene in public with them and it's just flat out insanity. The rock is pouring with sweat. He's done nothing. <laughs> he has never worked so hard. He has in never that scene, worked so hard. He exits the vehicle. Wrestling is fake. He exits the vehicle and he's already like fucking the Tour de France in a fucking garbage bag. <laughs> it's like how Vin is the same size as him, which is stupid. And then they just leave because like two dozen people just have their guns pointed at them, and it's not the right time. Hobbs is one of the worst. We set up this about Brian in the first movie. Hobbs is terrible at his job. Um, 
Oh yeah, absolutely. But he's great. But but, but you, he's great. Yeah, but you it's great because you feel the fucking electricity between the two of them mm-hmm. and just him, I'll see you soon, Toretto, and just no you won't. Like that's that's fucking action movie cool shit. Yeah. Um and this movie just keeps giving it because from there or for for earlier than that, after the roof jump, and they figure out like what they need to do, which is, you know, pull off they this need a heist. Team. They, they need fuck, a and I'm team. like, fucking right, there's a team. Fucking right, there's a team. We and got you, everybody coming back. We got, everybody that you liked yeah, in the other got, movies. We got we got Roman back. We got Tej back. You get Han again. We got, again. Han you get again. Giselle back. Yeah. You, got, you got our two boys back. Yes, you got you got the Spanish bros back. Like, it's great. Yeah. It's it's a stroke of genius. It's blatantly not uh, oceans. Like it's blatant. That it's just ripping off that formula. Oh, absolutely. But but why wouldn't you? Because I think we talked about it in that movie too. It works. It works. Like it it worked. People just like to see that kind of thing. Um, and I really I think it was really good pacing for this movie too. And like when they brought in like the the other characters, you know, um, because then it gets really. Uh, loud and it gets really comedic mm-hmm. right which is awesome um what well, it's the blueprint now for yeah the big budget box office blockbuster franchises that's why that's why the modern comedy not to fucking piggyback on adam divine point as a late but the the comedy died because comedies are now mcu movies and fast and furious movies like yeah like yeah, you it's, get it, your comedy you from get that. It. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in this, it was to me the best of that because it was so fresh and I wasn't expecting it, and it was new. Like the other four movies don't have that much humor and energy and camaraderie and yeah. like this is the most we've gotten it. up to this point. Yeah, and uh, and to me, and, and it's, it's the one, best of it. Like it, it is, it's great to watch. It gets a little bit the same argument with NC movies. It gets to be a little bit too much in the next two movies with one particular character. What? Uh, um <laughs> But I mean, it's I still like it. But in this, it was a true revelation because I'm like, oh, we figured this the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so the team's getting together to try to figure out how to locate. The hundred millions in cash that Reyes has all about. To, Roman is to in. Clear their name. Yeah, <laughs> Roman is in. Roman is in. Uh, all the technology is supposed to be the same as the phones in Tokyo Drift, but it isn't as egregious as I thought. Let's be fair. Yeah, but it was. I mean, it, come on, it's pretty. Uh, it is pretty um, crazy. And yeah, it's you get amazing things like you uncover this odd chemistry that Han and Giselle have with one another, where they become this like eventually tragic you know, couple, and, like, their scene is so fucking cool, and Vin and Paul are, are, are great together and whatever they're doing at this point, um, yeah, the movie takes its time, this is the longest movie we've had so far, it's about a half hour longer than the other ones, and it didn't feel like it at all, because it takes its time, it flushes out the relationship, it has fun, it deserves every bit of praise that it gets, um, that's not to say there's still things I don't necessarily like about it. Um, the I'm sad that like we still got like the racing culture scene that we got. It kind of felt like regressive at that point, and especially to like their mo. It was to make sure that you 
didn't forget kind of what you were watching. But then they were brilliant about it because they establish it and, you know, you got the fucking shaking asses and the fucking vroom vrooms and all of such. You have the what? The vroom vrooms and the such. <laughs> um, and then they just arrive back at the, the safe house with the car and you don't see the yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, you don't see the like, race. That's awesome. Like, yeah. That's exactly, like, like, like that's you fucking see funny. that build up, you see them. Yes. And then they got it. Let's see what they got. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that they handled it really One, well. And then they also play with it later on, so they have the time for uh, the race in the cop cars, the four of them, with Roman and Han and Vin and uh, Dom and, and Brian. And, you know, that's a great piece of humor. It's a great piece of, you know, it all fits within their characters and how they react to it. And then it's also just a great continuing bit of Brian wins and then them needling him that he didn't actually win because Dom let him win. Yeah. Like, that shit's really fucking good. So good. It's really, really good. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think ensemble-wise, this was the strongest um, so far. Just the right people in the right places overall for, for the movie, for, for the franchise. Um yeah, it, it, it's an enjoyable watch. What it were, really is. What was your swerve total here? Oh, my swerve total is 141 here. 141 here. One of the swerves, obviously, at the at the end, like, after credit scene, Letty being alive. That was the... Did you hear the story? So Michelle Rodriguez found out about that as she was watching oh, yeah, the yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's great. That's awesome. That's, that's fantastic. It's like, hey, you got a job again. Yeah. Uh, um, but... And our first resurrection. Yeah, um, I just you know one of my you know that this heist right like the, you have to always do it bigger and better right especially if that becomes what the heart of these movies are right mm -hmm. it doesn't become about the racing or the the car scenes right like like you talked about now it just becomes like a heist movie you have to always up the stakes right and so the whole time like you're thinking okay they're going to break into these houses and the cash houses and steal all of the money from Reyes and everything like that. And how are they going to do it? Oh, they're making him put all the money in the police station. How are they going to get into the vault? <coughs> what the fuck are the physics in this movie that they pull a vault out of a wall and drag it? Damn right they do. All over the fucking city. The fucking vault on the bridge was so fucking awesome. What are the physics of the movie? So it's funny. So uh, the physics are, they kind of basically just did that. Uh, again, minimal CGI in these movies. From what I understand from another podcast I listened to about this movie, they basically put a car inside of that vault that was able to like drive and maneuver it around. To, like, allow for it to be as, like, realistic as possible. Which is just fucking incredible. Now, forgetting into, like, the physics uh, uh, behind it and, like, how, you know, the damage it's causing or people dying or whatnot. Don't. don't, don't just don't. Okay. Don't. Sure. Um, just Moving like, on. Just, like, switching the safes. Totally preposterous. At that point... I don't care. <laughs> no, I thought that it was a. I thought that was a well done kind of switcheroo. Yeah, it's a little too. Now you see me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Swerveroo, there. Yeah, especially because it's at the point where, so when Hobbs finally like brings them in, 
and then he gets ambushed and his whole team gets taken out. Uh, Hobbs and um, uh, what's her test? Uh, for Thor's wife, um, Elena. Uh, uh, Elena are like, we're in. We're gonna help you take Reyes down. It's like this guy is literally supposed to be serving life in prison, <laughs> and you're just going to forego it. And give him a 24-hour head start to go wherever he wants to do. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're bad at your job. Why not? And all your friends are dead. Uh, but then, like, when he says, like, you can't touch anything in the safe, and then they open the safe, he finds it out, he just kind of laughs it off. It's not even like a, uh, like a Flintstone <laughs> type of moment where, like, they got him. He's just like, oh, golly gee, that fucking Dom and his band of misfits, it's, it's, the right amount of stupid fucking big budget Hollywood bullshit that is you need sometimes. You just fucking need a movie like this. You do. Absolutely. You, you absolutely do. Um other things that live up to the hype, fucking bald fight. The first Dom and Hobbs fight. Really great. They fucking both bring it. It's it's so Why good. didn't Vin go into WWE? He's 5'11". <laughs> He's tiny. They're going to put him in the cruiserweight division. Um, I could totally see him and Rey Mysterio going at it. It's also great... Ray Phoenix going at it. ...that at this point, they're able to do that because now, like, it's so meticulous with the two of them and Jason Statham and other people. Like, they literally have it in their contracts that they can't be seen throwing or landing any more punches than the other. Like, it's so... Fucking petty mm. girl bullshit. Hey! <laughs> it didn't t- tell me that's not the that's kind of... That's why I don't have very many girlfriends. That's, that's why I don't fight. That's why I don't fight. Because <laughs> I have no. to learn the same amount of punches. Well, no, but I, I mean, but... But in, that, but in this seen, one... You've seen the movie and how everybody from Miami can fight. That's just how we do sure. it. But in this movie, it's okay. Or in this movie, they kind of forego it. Because, I mean, the Hobbs is that fight. And it's a great character it's piece where great... Dom's got that. Dom's gonna make that same fucking mistake. He's gonna let his temper get out of control. He's got that fucking wrench, and he ultimately doesn't. Um, and because of that, uh, Hobbs' whole crew gets killed. And we also lose fucking Vince, which is a crucial moment. Vince has some good moments in this movie as well. Kind of calling Dom out in his bullshit. Yeah, coming back for Finally, so long. Man. Yeah. He, when even fucking Vince, the dickhead with five belts, <laughs> you know, is is fucking crushing it, you know this movie is fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so I, you know, like, the it, the camaraderie is just excellent in this movie. It really is. Oh, right away, Tej and Roman are the modern-day Abbott and Costello. Like, the, I just love that they just let them... Go. Just let them cook. Just, just let, let them, them do let what them they do, and it's just hilarious. I, this movie is also the one with like my favorite scene. In which is? It. I, is this the one? No, it's the sixth one. Oh, you know the, the, the barbecue one? at the end? Yeah. Yeah, that's the next one. That's okay. The next one. Um, we'll get there. Um, there's a lot of fuck yeah moments in this movie, but I think Hobbs driving straight through a fucking brick wall has to be number one. Oh my god! Like that. Like I think I literally was rewatching. I went, "Fuck yeah!" Like that's yeah. He's just he's just a badass. Dope, and he's everything that Vin Diesel wishes he was. And the physics of this movie are just bananas. So, and the thing that pissed me off the most about this movie, strange enough, was Dom holding another woman's hand. <laughs> 
Yeah, see, because you can't you can't imagine Dom and Letty not being together. It's it it. There's just something about all of these pieces. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's just like, fuck. You can't mess with it. Yeah, you can't mess with it. And then they figure out the modern day. What we got to give them something to hook them in for next time, and then we get the post credits. With by the way, the most preposterous thirty second Eva Mendes cameos. You probably made like a hundred grand for that. For no reason. I no haven't reason. seen her since. Probably, I don't even know if she's ever come back. No, no. Never she, see her again just to no. give fucking Dwayne a picture. Yep. Yep. Whatever. And then I'm hooked. I'm like, okay, how'd she live? I, I have to well, see the next one now. We got to. I got to. We've got to find out what happened. We got to find out. You know, we got the Spanish boys in Monaco betting all the money. Oh, they're dead. We gotta see what's happening. <laughs> I think they do come back, but Tej you could convince me they are dead. Tej got his garage. And one of the four cars in the world that and Roman also yes, has. Yes, and then they have the same car. Han and Giselle just doing their thing. Han can buy all the chips he wants. <laughs> was it this? Yeah, it was, it's, it's this movie, right, where, uh, oh, it must be because it's the first time they're together, where Tyrese keeps trying to take Han's food, basically. No, no, the next one is. Is it the next like, one? I thought it was this hey, one. It was like, hey, man, can you, I have some of the chips? You got, you got chip? <laughs> no, and then he's like, to, to Tesh, you got, you, got you got some change. He's like, man, you're a millionaire. Why do you need change? <laughs> well, because in, in, in the next one, it's when he wants to get something in the vending machine. <laughs> and then he just shoots it. <laughs> Rock just shoots the vending machine. In. Yeah. Free snacks for everybody. Yeah. Um, no, oh, no, what I'm thinking of, I think I think you're right. In this one, it's uh, the scene where uh, Han and Giselle are staking out Reyes to get the, the handprint. And uh, Han's talking about, like, analyzing the scene, and Giselle can do the same thing. And she analyzes he him and a, that a former smoker. Two pack a day smoker. Yeah, and that's why he constantly has to have, like, the hand and yeah. muscle, which I feel you there. Yeah. Um, but I like that call back to... Um, his character mm-hmm. in Better Luck Tomorrow. Um, oh yeah, I feel he has a cigarette not in his mouth. Right, the whole right, exactly. Time. So I mean, I, I mean, it's just it's when this is all over, I want to rewatch that and take a closer look at it. Oh um, yeah, now now that I know that, yeah, I think it would be because uh, I didn't know that when I watched it. Yeah, I mean, you know it, what I mean? Yeah. Like so, so I think it'll be a completely different perspective. Of, of course, of that it. scene also leads into more comedic, minorly problematic hijinks of. Roman and Tej uh, talking about the handprint on Giselle's bikini. <laughs> hey. Whatever works. Whatever works. Um, but yeah, I mean, all around, great movie. This this honestly might be one of the best action movies I've ever seen. I, I like mean, it's... I just, I, I think it's, there's a lot of action and it heightens really well uh, and keeps you guessing. Like it swerves you a lot because if you had asked me how do they get the money out of the vault? I never would have said, oh, they just pull the vault out of the wall and then drive across the town with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, swerve yeah. in it and everything. Like, you, that that just wouldn't... I would never have thought of that before seeing it, you know? Sure. So I, I think well, because that also, does a really good job of, like, taking it somewhere because there's only so many things you can do with a car racing movie and with, like, a heist movie, right? But it, it it is. They keep figuring out new things. Tightening it really well. They really do. Um, MVP and LVP. Let's tackle that. Yeah, I think we, LVP we gotta, is easy. We gotta get moving, man. It's been an hour and six minutes. Oh, we're we're gonna be over two hours. Like oh gosh. Because I have a lot to say about Furious Seven. Um, 
Including a hot-ass take. All right, well, let's, let's finish Fast Five. So, MVP? Well, let's start with LVP because I think LVP is easier. Who do you have for LVP? My LVP is the guy who played the the police chief. Police chief. Yeah, the guy in the thing. <sighs> the guy that the guy that uh, no, it can't be him. Um, police chief. Yeah, the police chief who was the um, he's the one who like got the money in the vault and was like, oh, I've got all of the people on it. I didn't like him. See, you can't even remember who yeah, I have is. no idea what you're talking about. No, it's I Elsa th- Pataki. Elena. I don't think that she's the Oh, my movie. God. She is a slab of wood in this movie. She has no... I mean, she's not much better in the other movies, but at least in those movies, there's somebody always worse than her. But in this movie, she, her and Dom have no charisma. She doesn't bolster at anything to Hobbes... It's basically she's there to be the per- the person on the quote unquote antagonist side that can relate to Dom and show us the light at the end of the tunnel. But she's not a good actress at all. She is she is rough in in everything that she says. So that that would be mine. I, unless you can like pinpoint who you're talking about, the, the the chief of police. What chief of police? The Brazilian chief of police. He did something. No, exactly. No, but you know what I mean. I, it, it, does he have a line? Yeah, yeah. He does had he have a, four lines? Yeah, yeah. Who were you even fucking talking about? I don't know his name. I can't find him here on the IMDb list here. Yeah, so he's not important enough to be the LVP of the movie. Okay. Shout out to uh, Cristobal from Barry, <laughs> plays, uh, who plays uh, Reyes's right hand man. I wasn't a big fan of the guy that played Reyes either. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I mean, a eh. step down in terms of villainy, but this oh, movie, I think so. Absolutely, this movie isn't about the villainy uh, of it all. Um, this movie is about you know establishing where the franchise is going forward and and whatnot. But. Yeah, unless 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 you can convince me otherwise, we're going with Okay, we can go with Elsa. Alright, we're going with Elsa Pataki. Um keeping my streak alive here of women being the worst part of the Fast and Furious movies. MVP. So a case of course can be made for the rock. We no Cole Hauser and Ja Rule were LVP. No, I'm I'm saying for t- this podcast oh, today. Oh, oh, oh. I for, thought for you these, meant like overall. For these four specific movies, I think a woman is LVP in each one of them. Oh. Um, I think this is the movie that Paul Walker kind of starts figuring it out. I think he's pretty good in this movie, um, because it, he's having fun. He's having fun, and I, he gets to do a lot more. Like, you know, Mia's pregnant he there's a that that emotional weight to it not that there wasn't before but it's a little different you know um with with that kind of thing all of that said i think the mvp of this movie is tyrese 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 is fucking hysterical i never knew that i was a tyrese fan Mm -hmm. never knew me either and l- what do you know? They lean into the humor in he, this movie. And they let him just... Let him fucking go. Go. They let him do, and it feels so authentic. Cause I'm it like, does. And as we go on, it just feels more and more authentic. Because I'm like, yeah. 
I would be out too. I'm not all about this. A hundred million, I'm in. Like, you know, like it's just like those things that he delivers it so authentically and it's like you relate to it. Now, I will say as we get into the next two movies, I think they immediately begin to overdo it. I think in six and seven, I think, especially because he becomes the butt of the joke. Well, the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's, it's a little exhausting. It's still funny. It's still good. But it's, it's just a little bit too much. But in this, it's fresh and it's, it's the right pristine amount. and it's perfect. It's, it's the, the right, right amount. amount. It, it seems wrong to not give it to The Rock, but full disclosure, I'm going to f- give it to him probably in the next movie. Um, so I think it's fine to give it to Tyrese here. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go Tyrese for MVP for Fast Five. Um, just, just from his role is so crucial... To where this franchise goes, it is. It is. It it really is, and it and it's really crucial in making it this new kind of genre. Yeah, taking it from being this racing movie, this action movie, to being this like overall enjoyable movie kind of thing. Um, Something for everybody. Yeah, that's why they did it because they felt they were. Shutting people off by focusing on just know, I, I don't care about we established I don't care about cars or racing or that whole culture. Or girls and that's, wearing hey now, easy. <laughs> um, turn in a tambour there for a second. But uh but this, like, had this been the way the movie was from the first one, I would have discovered it a lot sooner. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So they they got the formula, they stuck with it. And here we are about to fucking talk about the next fucking two. So they win. Um, anything else on Fast Five? No. All right, let's score it. Uh, I'll go first this time. She went first the last time. Uh, I am bowled away at how fucking great this movie is, honestly. Um, it's fresh. It's funny. It's action-packed. It looks great. It feels great. Shout out to Justin Lin for his direction as well. I'm going to give this movie an eight and a half. I'm giving it a nine. Yes, with 8.75. Yeah. For Fast Five. Um, Is, yeah, it's... Preposterous. It is preposterous to give it that score. That's crazy. They fucking got us. They got us. (laughs) They fucking got us. (laughs) They knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Um... Or so you'd think, because then we go to Fast and Furious 6. Uh, I will say, I think that Fast and Furious 6 has a lot of fine things going for it. But I will say, to me, it is a big regression from Fast 5. Um, I will detail why. As we begin to talk about it, but I want to see, I want to gauge your reaction to that initially, if you feel similar. That that this regressed. Uh, yes. From from the last one. Yes. Um. I. I do in a way because I think that I didn't like. I feel like the villain, like we already said, like the villain in four mm-hmm. of um, 
the villain in, in Fast and Furious 4 was really good, well-established, like Braga, mm-hmm. right? Like, it was a, a charismatic villain. Braga and Phoenix and, right, like that. And then they built on it in Hobbs is the antagonist there, right? Um, and Reyes, while wasn't a very strong villain, he wasn't the only antagonist, right? So I felt a little bit disappointed in the villain in this one because I felt like it was uh, just doing it to give another challenge. Like There wasn't anything special that I think kind of set this up. Part? The special part of it was the mission of them trying to earn their pardons. Like that's yeah, yeah. Like that's that that was the specificity of the mission itself. You could argue is the MacGuffin of each movie. It's really like stop taking my shit. It's really what the mo of the mission is. So in the fourth yeah. one, it's like avenging Letty. In the fifth one, it's them trying to set out for their new life. In this one, it's getting their pardons. In the seventh one, it's saving the world. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I mean, so I that's I I, I I agree what you're saying. I wasn't as offended or upset about Luke Evans as a villain in general. For this one, I don't. It's hard for me. I just didn't care about. It. It's all uh, fine, but there's just so many turns and stretches swerves. of things. There's so many swerves. How many were there? Chris. This movie had 185 swerves. That's <laughs> 185 swerves. This is a swerves. sickness. I, I, I need to end this. 185 of them. I'll end it at the end of the year. Trust me, because I'm not going to do this shit again. Um, 185 <laughs> swerves. What if I say it again? One of the. I'm just going to let you do it. Then I'm <laughs> I can do, do it. it. Um, I, and I think part of it, and I think you kind of touched on this already, like, you didn't like seeing Dom hold another woman's hand, right? Mm-hmm. I think because, like, this movie opens with, like, the established relationship between, like, Dom and Elena. And I was just like, I mean, you kind of knew it was going there, but I didn't need to see it. And yeah. I think it kind of, honestly, like, puts, like, a bummer on the whole thing. Like, no, like it's... to me, it kind of dampened it a little bit. In some way, because it's just like that charisma we talked about. Like, it's just like this world that they've built is just like, that's just how it is. It's just amazing. And like, they do their thing. And I feel like this kind of brought it down. Like, how charismatic and big Vin Diesel is. And then how like, like you said, like wooden. Mm -hmm. Like, Elsa Pataki is. Well, because Michelle Rodriguez is very much not that. Like, she's nowhere near... The presence of in, but she still has that. Like, she that, has her own. She has that thing. Spitfire fucking badass. I mean, uh, arguably my favorite part of this movie is you know her to um, her to like fight scenes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like she, she's absolutely. A I, great I like her even better. Partner. Also in the next one, I think she does an even better job in the next movie. I think she gets a lot more to do. No, she's has a lot more to do in this one because in the next one, remember she's gone for like half the movie trying to find herself. This is the one where she's like... Oh, this like, is the one. This is the one. Yeah. I liked her in this, um, but in the, the next one, when she does get her memories back and stuff like that, like just like her personality starts yeah. coming out a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. Um, but for this, I... So the movie starts fun. The, the race to the baby being born 
is like an interesting thing. And then we go right into an opening credit montage of everything that's of happened. And you're like, what the, the fuck we watched the first five movies for? I know. I was like, it's an interesting choice. Why did I just waste so many hours of my life? Yeah. I could have just watched this and known. And then The Rock, uh, and then The Rock is uh, continuing to not fight anybody with hair. Um, <laughs> he doesn't fight anybody with hair in these movies, I he, swear to he God. Doesn't, he doesn't want, you know, they can't have more hair than him. Yeah, I don't know. That's in his the, contract. I just need your help with a note that I wrote, because yeah, yeah. I have so many notes. I've no, I just wrote down, it is impossible that it's Letty, Dom. I don't know what that means. Um... Oh, I I think I was being sarcastic because when uh, when Hobbs goes to find him and he's like, "Wasn't hard to find you, Toretto." He's like, "You're gonna want to see this," and Vin's like, "It's impossible." I'm like, "Yes, it is. <laughs> it's impossible because we saw you envisioned, you smelled her death <laughs> from the past." Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't a, a huge fan of that scene, but I mean, I get why they had to do it. Right, like that was the driving force. Um, then you got the weird relationship even more between Dom and uh what what's her name uh, what's Elsa Pataki's character's name Elena Elena we Dom both and have Elena. forgotten this now and Dom and Elena it. and you know she's like if it was my husband I would go like what the fuck we just were sleeping together and then you're telling me there's a chance your husband's alive you're gonna peace out and go you know like, what fuck you, you. At the end of the day, you know what that is what? that's good pussy <laughs> if you if you can have a woman who's like you know what you're so let's say hypothetically no hypothetically let's, let's play no. this hypothetical we have no. to play this hypothetical no so let's say no oh, how do we do this no I don't think we can do this hold on yeah it wouldn't work we would have to be the second person what do you mean alright so let's say I died right okay I'm there <laughs> the most engaged you've been for in forever so say I died and you, you know, or uh, with somebody else. Uh, um, and this doesn't work because I'm going to ask that person. So let's say, all right, so let's do it for you. I died. Uh-huh. You're with this other person for eight months. And you find sure. out that I'm actually alive. I would then murder you for why were you gone for eight months? No, like I was the victim of a crime and I was put under like witness protection or something. And you didn't that. bring me and Jillian with you? Don't get in the... Sp- I have to get into the semantics. Have you met me? Have you ever met me before? All right, so the flip side. Let's say that I... Well, let's just say I'm out of the picture. Let's say that you were with somebody. Yeah. And their significant other comes back from the dead. Oh, sorry. Peace out. <laughs> you heartless. You know what? This checks out. That's 100%. Yeah, that's Why? Accurate. I'm Why the same way. Heartless? I don't know. What, what do you mean? Like, I'd be the same I'm way. Sorry. I'd be like, we're in a relationship. Deuces, uses. Like, uh, yeah. It's not my problem. Yeah. I didn't kill him. You can go jerk off in the bathroom if you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, fair. Uh, let's, all right. So let's talk about also, I think, I think what you were referring to, like the story of it all in this particular movie is so preposterous because. So preposterous. This group of people is who you, as like one of the highest levels of the government, yeah, needs to take down this other group. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Not specially trained, nope, military grade personnel, nope. but 
the street racers from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. In Miami and other... And, and Miami all and Bartow and... Yeah. You know. Bartow, shut up. <laughs> what? That's where... That's, that was where Rowan was from. I know. That Barstow or Bartow, wherever it is in Florida. There's just so much... When Brian goes back to L.A. and we get the scene with him and, and Stasiak and he talks to Braga and... Uh, just so much of the movie feels like the movie has a problem with retreading shit that has worked. We saw it with four doing one, and for this one, I think it's the proximity to five. When I was like, okay, let's let's extrapolate and do the next escalation. This this didn't feel like an escalation. I feel like they escalated. The chases and mm. some of the action scenes in this one—they were course. very exciting, especially like there's a for fucking the tank. Beginning part, right? But even like in the beginning part, when they have like the little go kart things and like they were flipping the cars and stuff and like ramming into things, like it was. Oh yeah, it just added another layer there um, f- for all of them. So, so I did, I did like that. Okay, we can't determine how anybody survives a particular crash. No, That's not fun. at all. Um. I did... Let's talk about amnesia, huh? Um, it's, to me, always a lazy plot point. I mean, soap operas did, did it for 50 years. It's it's hard for me to suspend my disbelief I, in it. I understand. But it does happen. Sure. There, there it, Entire lives, for God. Well, there is. I mean, there there's different levels of it, but... You know, there's, like, the short-term amnesia. Like, there are people who, like, black out and they can't remember what they just did, Mm -hmm. right? The long-term memories are still there, but they're different parts of your brain. So while, you know, you can remember the things that you're doing every day and then you're starting to form new long-term memories, if the part of your brain that houses all of those memories and, like, everything is damaged to a certain point... I mean, it's a legit thing, and I only say that because I, in the past, have suffered from blackouts where I do lose my memory, you know? Like, and I don't Mm -hmm. remember, and, like, one of the things I used to have a really good memory and, like, recall, especially when it comes to, you know, organizational things, like work and stuff like that, and, you know, it could happen. Do I think it happened here? No, but I don't want to discount. I don't want to like blanket statement it and then like offend somebody or, or yeah. something like that. But then they won't remember, so uh, fuck them. It's just how long does that last? It, it can be. It can be. It, it can be immediate recovery. It can be okay. a trigger of sure. something. Thank you, WebMD. Well, but I mean, it's true though. It's a legitimate thing. It. It's it, a legitimate thing. I can't wait till I bonk you on the head with something and then you get amnesia. Thanks. It just... I'm going to say how long this shit lasts. Goes a long... It, I can't go a long way with it. It was the MacGuffin. It just was there to cause tension. I already did it. Between, so you can't do it again. Yeah, but you did it actually. I do it for things that aren't actually the MacGuffins, you dumbass. Like, oh, don't sorry. don't you get the bit? Sorry. No, I don't. Fuck you. Um... 
it's good for stuff like Letty just shooting Dom out of nowhere, like, right away. And again, him just... Dr. Like, Dom! Dr. Dom here, no selling in them, pulling it yep. out. I like their, uh, their grimace. Jaws slash Lethal Weapon 3 scene where they're just trading scar stories with one another oh, later. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. You yeah. know, that scene was surprisingly good for me, at least, because also it was the two of them kind of, you know, romantically yeah. back together. Yes, I like that. But there's... A lot of this movie is just extensive resting on the laurels of Fast Five. So, like, I already mentioned in the previous one, like, Roman, good lord, not even halfway through the movie, we're just stopping constantly for him to get fucking dumped on and shat on and, and humor and bits. And some of them work, but then that gets extended to things like that fucking British guy that Hobbs and Tej, like, make strip when they're auctioning and buying the cars. Yeah, but... They, they take a funny nugget of something, and then they just beat it to death and just elongate it to uh, an alarming level. Yeah. I did like that scene, though, when Tej and, and Hobbs go go to the thing. I liked it as a quick cutaway, and then when we got another five minutes of it, I didn't absolutely. need it. Absolutely. Like, I, I liked that. I liked the concept of it and like, Oh, you think Tej is going to steal the cars? Swerve, he buys them all, right? And, like, yeah. I, I did like that, that piece of it. Um, but, yeah, I didn't I didn't need it to get... Like, you could have ended it at, he bought all of the cars. And, like, sure. okay. Um, and maybe you could have done, like, the watch. He likes your watch kind of thing. And then, like, that, you it. know, like, you didn't need... Yeah, you didn't need more the, You didn't need the public humiliation, no. like, level it went to. Um... Other thing you didn't need was awful continuity with facial hair. Yeah. I literally stopped and was like, did The Rock not have his goatee in that vehicle just now? And then sure enough, next scene, there, there it is again. It, those things drive me nuts and, and make me think, you know, the movie was starting, or the franchise was starting to lose its way, and thankfully Seven, of course, corrects a lot of it. But um, they're still good. I mean, like I said... The fucking take sequence and the incredulous reactions to it are all fine. The noise that I made when Dom catches Letty in midair and changes directions with her. Yeah, yeah, and then can uh, never be replicated. Breaks the fall on the I will try. Just imagine this happening in real time when this happens. Ah! Let me ask you a question. Yeah. No, I can't do that to you. Not can you? No, I wouldn't. Would no. you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't save me if I was falling I, and dying? I would not jump out of a burning, moving vehicle over a bridge to catch you in the hopes that we both land on a vehicle that is going to somehow break our fall. No, I'd be like, well, that's a shame. That that is that People is. What am I going to kill myself for? Why not? You couldn't live without me. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, in your apartment. <laughs> We're not having this conversation again. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm hilarious. An- another thing I didn't like, or, or this was coming off the heels of this trope of the, the villain wanting to get caught, which is what Shaw does in this movie. 
for the totally anticlimactic twist of Gina Carano's character actually being an inside... It was a swerve, but then it was like, oh, you knew it was It made no fucking sense. It made no sense at all. And it carried no weight whatsoever up to that point. You didn't see her doing anything. And she doesn't even do anything in the moment. She just, he's like, you coming, babe? And it's like, oh, Letty. And she's like, yep. She doesn't, like, do anything. And then the next scene, she's trying to kill everybody. Yeah. It was was a twist just for a twist. (laughs) Or just a twist, just for a twist. A swerve for a swerve. Yeah, just so we can have that the the rehash of the girl fight on the plane. And look, for everything I'm bemoaning about this movie not being good, I don't know where the movie was that wasn't the last 20 minutes. Everything about the ending of this movie is fast five levels of bonkers. We have the world's longest runway. The, this plane is taking off for half an hour. I should have asked, I should ask my dad how long is the longest runway. This is 10 miles. Like, if a plane is this big, how big of a runway do you need? We get... We get Dom and uh, Hobbs just flat out pulling out tag team wrestling maneuvers. They do the doomsday device. I'm like, we're going to get a fucking 3D up in this bitch? Yeah, yeah. Where's the shatter machine? Um, We get... Uh, like I said, the other girl fight and wrong team bitch and she wrong shoots team the plane. bitch, right? We get Giselle Giselle's sacrifice out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, and it's not even really her and Han take a minor back seat in this movie. They still have a couple scenes about them talking about where they're gonna go. He's still talking about Tokyo and them, you know, settling down and saying they already have kind of done it. Uh, but her just sacrificing, he's great after that. Oh my God, amazing. The reaction to it. But yeah, and him she sacrifices, ham on the she saves him. Like, she sacrifices herself for him. Yeah, for him. And saves his life. Well, for, and for the team, for the family. Sure. Just to get a shot off at a guy. Um, and you don't really, I mean, you get a little bit at the barbecue afterwards with, with Han, kind of, you yeah, know. Yeah, being kind of stoic and Being forlorn and, yeah. and, and talking to Vince about uh, Vin uh, going... Tokyo and whatnot, and then uh, yeah, and then they just drive a car out of the front of the airplane while it's on fire, and I'm like, okay, th- this it, it's bananas. This, it was if, bananas. If this in the tank was surrounded by a story that I could sink my teeth into, it would yeah. it was gonna get it would have gotten a much better ending. Now I liked the end of the movie where we officially are getting the family aspect that we're getting the barbecue. And my at, favorite scene at now the, at the Toretto house, you know, they're, they're back where they were. They've established their lives where they want them to be. They're all free. They're all free. Hobbs is part of the crew now. And Hobbs is getting in his licks in on Roman as well with one of the great improvised, oh, the best fucking roasts at all time of, Roman, hide your hide your baby a, oil. Better hide that big ass forehead. <laughs> like, and then Ludacris's spit unfiltered take. spit take is. It was just, it was just so authentic, and I think that is what the heart of this series yeah. is, and that is why it has enamored so many people. Like, really, I think that 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 kind of sums it up. Yeah, but that said. Um, any misgivings I have about it is instantly thrown away at the baller-ass tease that we get at the end of the movie where we get to see the Tokyo Drift scene again and the reveal that it was Jason Statham 
And I remember like hearing like people in the theater where like when this happened, people were like losing their minds. People were like, "Yo, he's that- one of the hottest actors at the action star." Oh yeah, of course. Like you're thinking like, "Oh, is that, is that his character from the Transform Transformer specifically?" Is like, or just Jason Statham in general right. going up against the fucking Rock and going up against yeah. Vin Diesel, going yeah. up against Paul Walker. Yeah, exactly. And the way like he just has such a fucking. He's just such a fucking badass. A badass or to him. So this is the such one line a badass. of, you don't know me, but you're about to. Like, it's how the fuck are you not? So even if, even if you hated Fast and Furious 6, you're like, well, I gotta see Furious 7 to see what the fuck's happening there. Absolutely, absolutely. So that that kind of redeemed it in, in in a way. But um, MVP and LVP. I think for this movie, I think this movie is 100% Dwayne Johnson as the MVP. He has this character down to a T now, and he has infused it with enough of that classic rock humor and charm while integrating himself to the team and the family while still being like the Hobbs by the book badass. He's the mm. most watchable thing in this movie by a country. Model. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. Um, I also had Paul Walker on my list again. I think he surprising really, again. I think he really, really grew into the part um, over time, and in this, he's playing the the conflict of you know making a better life for his 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 son and being happy. You know, and the the whole missing the bullets of it all is that this movie or is it the next one? The next one. Um, the next one, yeah. Yeah, I just kind of like what, what he did in that. Uh, everyone else is still good in what they've been doing, but for some characters, it just becomes too much of the norm. Right, right. It's, just, it's very repetitive. It's very much like the same. Yeah. Whereas for this, in, in, a, in the second go-around, The Rock has made this franchise his thing. Um, I believe, yeah, that is his third MVP. Oh, wow. For good old Dwayne there. Um, I think the other two would probably be Central Intelligence and Moana. I think I'm going to look the other up real quick. Fine. Let me look up old Dwayne here. Dwayne. Uh, where's Dwayne? Dwayne is here for Moana. Yep, and Dwayne is here for... Pain is here for no pain and gain. I apologize, pain and gain. Pain and gain, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, pain and gain. That's I still think that's his best performance. He's yeah. so fucking good. In that yeah, movie. he's really great in that. LVP is Gina Carano. Uh, Always. Oh, absolutely. She. I just, I just don't find her compelling in any way. But she's not. She's. T- Terrible. They just took all of these MMA fighters and said, they're like, we had such great luck with who, who became an MMA fighter turned, uh, you know, celebrity star. Because Most it, was, it well was such known. a, it was such a novelty at the time. And the fact also was, I mean, I think it goes with what was standing. Gina Carano is an attractive woman. She was part of American Gladiator. She also was a bit of a fitness model. And the fact that she could get a little dirty and, you know, beat somebody up, 
made her even more of an attractive figure. You want me to put to, her on your list? or, or? Uh, uh, Back then, I would have. But now, thinking about the conversation I have to have with her, I'm good. Um, but her acting ability is just no, non-existent. She, yeah, she doesn't That's have acting. That's an oxymoron. Yeah. She has She's a, just she herself. She never has a different facial expression. No, it's very flat. She never flat. had a different tone to her. And we saw it in Deadpool. We saw it in this. And we saw it in The Mandalorian. And we won't see it in anything else that we'll see because she'll just be in those Sound of Freedom movies for the rest of her life. I because, mean, hey. Then. I mean, she wasn't in that movie. She can't even make it into that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, she's the only one I, I wrote down. From her very first line, I was like, well, that was easy. It's, it's her in a nutshell. It's her right away. Um, and so that will now make her a multi-time LVP because, oh, wow. as we mentioned, she was the LVP for uh, Deadpool. Oh, no, was she? No. We made it the other... We made, we it, made it T.J. Miller, I thought. No, that was the second one. No. For the first one, we made it uh, We made it uh, the, 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 the male villain. She won, should have been LVP in, ah. the, in the Mullet Awards. That's what I'm thinking. So, no, this bitch got off easy. Let me just double check here. Corona? Yeah, it's just this one. So fucking A. Well, we got her eventually. Good. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else for this this one. Yeah, me neither. No. We summed it up. Uh, you score first. Um, I did not like it as much as the... Uh, fifth one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was a little bit better than the fourth, only because we're going in a little bit of a different direction. I did like how they upped the chase scenes, the action scenes, that kind of stuff. I'm going to give it a six. I'm giving it a five. Okay. Because I, I, it's hard for me to even verbalize why. I think it's from the high of Fast Five. I was expecting slightly worse to be the floor and this to me was significantly worse not that it was bad but I would watch the first movie before I would watch this movie again yeah so a five and a half for Fast and Furious 6 is the score which leads us to our final movie Furious 7 here's my hot take I was going to say I think this movie's better than Fast Five. I. Really? I was like a pig in shit over yeah, here. Yeah, look. This movie fucking rips so fucking hard. I, I thought it, it was beautiful. It is, it is not only beautiful in terms of what it means to the franchise because it was the movie... That they finished after Paul Walker had passed away. Right. That, so they that, do a really yeah. tasteful job. A really great job. I never expected them to do it. But I they agree. they did a very tasteful they did, job. I totally agree. Totally agree with that. They also went full board into like the perfect amount of fan service. It's like, you guys like Fast and Furious movies where we're going to give you more of this. Plus we're going to give you this. It's going to be Plus, faster. It's going to be furiouser. It's going to be... Seven Was it um, this movie where some, where Vin has a line where he's like, well, not only do we need to go fast, I was like, we need to go yeah, furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, fast. And he, he didn't say it. I was like, damn it. Yeah. 
But this movie is like bananas, bonkers, absurd. This movie like, is this movie is the entire dessert bar Golden Corral. Yeah. This yeah. movie has fucking everything. And Tell I, me, tell me what it has, Stefan. Tell me what this movie has. <laughs> this movie has everything. Cars flying out of buildings in Abu Dhabi, Ronda Rousey's mole, <laughs> uh, somebody named Mr. Nobody. <laughs> Belgian ale. <laughs> I'm not done. A cast breaking by somebody flexing. Uh, a bus falling off a cliff. Where's another one? Uh, a minivan. <laughs> Charlie Puth singing. Am I saying that right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Iggy Azalea not being able to read. <laughs> the... um. Bus hanging off of the cliff. A human being supposed to be 10 years younger when he's obviously 15 years older. <laughs> you are so offended when that scene happens. All right, so all that, let's start from the jump, huh? Yeah, uh, and from the jump, from the very, very first scene, it's like, okay, we told y'all Jason Satham's going to be here. Here he is, and he's already flipped a fucking hospital up and fucking down. I'm sad we didn't get to see it. But I'm fucking fine with not seeing it because just seeing the the damage he's caused to just get in to see his, again, somehow surviving brother. Because his brother was basically shot out of the plane. Not to the extent that Gina Carano was shot out of it. But was like shot out like the open hatch from the plane and survived. You immediately have established him as this... Avenged... Avenge-seeking... Equal in terms of capabilities to Dom and, and Hobbs. Yeah. Who you know are going to be the two people that he's gunning for and running up against based on uh, based on him calling Dom out directly. And then, of course, Hobbs just being the other, the other big heavy. Um, something I want to shout out this movie for right away is... This movie was not directed by Justin Lin because he was doing Star Trek Beyond... This movie's directed by James Wan, who... James uh, Nguyen? No, James Wan. Not James, James Nguyen. Nguyen. James Nguyen? No, There that's... wasn't CGI in this, though, right? <laughs> if... If you were to give me a James Nguyen Fast and Furious... I, I would lose my god. I would mind. take a 150 milligram edible <laughs> and watch that shit. Are you kidding me? I <laughs> know uh, James Wan, who is one of the creators of uh, creators and you know creative minds behind Saw and Insidious, and now does uh, Aquaman movies. And I I really really liked. I'm sorry, not Insidious. Oh no, yeah, Insidious and and Conjuring. Um, I really like what he did with this movie. It felt different. The angles and some of the scope that he shot and did things. Some of the quick, choppy, but exciting edits and and transitions. It, it like fit in terms of like the scaling. Yeah, like of the, like the movies. Just you know, you have to always be building, and I think it did that really well with those. So I like. Directing yeah. decisions. So a good early example is Dom takes Letty to race wars again. And yeah. He's like, you know, we created we, this. We, they invented she does a race. Swerve. They invented it. Oh, uh, how many swerves do we have oh, here? Oh, man. How many, how many you think there were in this one? There were, this had the most. Uh, like 190. 188. Oh, Very so. close. Very um, close. And then she has, like, everyone giving her this praise, but she's getting all these flashbacks 
or like visions of memories she doesn't remember. Then she just fucking punches Hector in the face. <laughs> Hector's so fucking happy about it. She punches that guy that's in all these movies and yeah. all the Comic Cons that says, I was in the Fast and the Furious. And he's like, I got punched by Michelle Rodriguez. You want to smell my face? <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel can smell my face until I got punched by her. Jo- Dwight likes feet. <laughs> I like my face getting punched by women. Um, I'll punch your face. It, it gets a little bit too much with her, maybe. Um, and then you get boom, Brian. Just you cut to Brian revving up. Your first scene of Paul Walker in this, right? And you go into yep. this knowing he's passed, passed halfway through making this movie. So some of it's him, some of it's one of his brothers, some of it's CGI, right? Like there's a mm-hmm. mix here, and some of it's done well enough that you can't really tell, and some of it is blatant, and you can tell. Um, he's revving it up. Room, room. It's a minivan. Fucking hilarious. And he can't figure out how to open the goddamn door <laughs> of this fucking minivan. And I think that is, I think that is just, it's, it's, I love it. Oh, it's so, it's, it's just great. It's, it's just arguably, so great. it's arguably the funniest thing that's happened in the franchise so far. It's, when it's that happens, just so like, funny. That's just clever. Give, give it's that writer clever. a raise. That, that, yeah. that guy deserves it. It's so that clever. Idea. Like, he can do... Outfit these cars with all this NOS and you know all these like maneuvers. Uh, hard. What did you just fucking do? I this bottle. I wanted to. Don't worry <laughs> oh about it. Oh my god! Like hard turns and hairpins and you know jumps and swerves. Can't open the fucking door. Those things are confusing. There's a lot of buttons and doors in those. Um, it's, a, it's a lot harder than just flipping on a NOS switch. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's. The humor in this movie is back, and you can feel the passion and love yes. they specifically set out to put in this movie to send Paul Walker to, and that character make off it, on a high note. Yes, I think absolutely. Like, you could already feel, like, they already love what they're doing. Yes. It just added so much more gravitas to it, and mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it does a really good job of carrying through, even when... You know, Brian isn't a character in the scenes or anything like that. Because then you cut from that pretty much to immediately to like what Hobbs is doing now. And then you get the introduction of Shaw and like yeah. him coming in. And even that has its humorous elements. Like they're super um, contentious. Like they're at each other's throats. But like Hobbs comes back in from like giving Alana a letter of recommendation and. He sees Shaw sitting at his computer, and mm-hmm. Shaw's just like, one sec. Yep. And he actually waits a sec. And then... I mean, the man who appreciates a guy working on a project, you know. And then he's like, you're not an IT guy. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. And then it just got bananas with this fight that scene. That fight is fucking dope. The we, fight was We finally so get a rock great. fucking bottom. We finally got a rock bottom, and it was really well done. Why didn't Jason Statham right. go into wrestling? Fuck violence on through the floor. If you ask Michael Whitten, Michael Whitten took him in a draft a few years ago. Because he's like, I'm going to take uh, uh, Jet Li and Jason Statham as a tag team. It's like, fuck <laughs> why? Yeah, well, I mean, why the fuck not? Why not? Yeah, exactly. But like that fight scene. That fight scene. And that's like the first fight scene. Like, not, I'm not counting Lenny 
punching Hector in the face. Like, it's the first big fight scene. It's a one-sided fight anyway. <laughs> Hector's face didn't punch back. So it's like, you know, it really established it. And then you've got bombs going yeah. off. So that's what I'm saying. So it just this movie has it an, stakes. It, it starts on 10. Right away. Right away. This movie has, in the span of 10 minutes, the fucking Jason Statham, Dwayne Johnson fight. We see what happens to Han, and we see that in real time, from when he's calling Han, is when uh, their house blows up. Yeah, the package is delivered. That's just baller. This guy killed this guy and is trying to kill the whole other family oh, yeah, at the yeah. same fucking time. Oh, yeah, he's well planned. Well planned and meticulous. And then you also get, you know, the rock, or I'm sorry, you get um, Hobbs jumping out of the, the window with Elena, landing on this fucking car. From like. How many hundreds lot, of feet? A lot of feet. He can barely move. He got now what? A broken arm. A broken leg. Broken spine. Shattered collarbone. Or dead. You know. Yeah, that... one of these things. What what is the link what is the uh what is the time the length of time in this movie? <laughs> Like a week, I don't know. It's yeah, not, it's not a lot because like he's held shut up in the hospital, and then spoiler at the end of this movie for him to join the fight again, he his fl- leg is healed, and he flexes his cast off. Yeah, he flexes and the his coolest arm. that happened. And my quote was was, "This is the best movie of the series." <laughs> like, there's no way you can do that. And not just be the best fucking yeah the best best fucking fucking part of the movie. But then that's just the coolest goddamn it, thing. I've it ever it seen. was so it was so cool and so effortless too. It's just like really effortless. And then he's got a great choice in names. Uh, he named his daughter in the movie Samantha. I am a fan. I appreciate it because my name is Samantha Swerve. Um, I think that when Dom comes to the hospital. And it's talking to Hobbs. I I think it's prime Vin Diesel. <laughs> that scene is who, very funny. <laughs> very good. Who did this? Who did this? Who did do I have a good Who daughter? Did, I'm who just doing daughter? I'm doing I'm doing more audible Stallone now. It's all that it daughter? is. Daughter. Daughter. That's why when I saw that scene, I was like, I thought they weren't doing scenes together anymore. Because I knew at some point it became an issue where like the Rock feels that Vin become a prima donna doesn't like the way he like runs a set, and Vin just it just you know is just on his fucking tip, and you know is just like ignoring Dwayne in general. But like that scene, I was like, damn, like they're still like like they, they still have a good have rapport, a good rapport and chemistry. The Rock Absolutely. is still like the charismatic son of a bitch that is. Vin is just in his Vin thing. I will say, I think this is his best performance since the first one, particularly with Han's death. Like oh yeah, him in Tokyo and him reacting to that, and yeah. him and trying him to get pull Letty back. I think this is his best movie since number one. I do hate that he basically becomes Triple H because he just carries a sledgehammer around with him everywhere he goes now. Yeah, yeah, as he, his primary weapon. It was his audition to get into WWE, but then he and The Rock had a falling out. So yep, so Sledgy stays with Paul. Um, yeah, I liked that scene and again every scene with Hobbs he just gets more natural with each movie it I don't think you can make him the MVP of this one I mean it's hard to not make him the MVP of this movie because he's, he's flexing a cast off of his arm yeah but he didn't do a lot yeah I think unfortunately he's not going to be in enough to, to qualify for it but 
this movie, I, I don't think, besides Birdemic, I've ever written so many capital notes in my entire life. Because this movie has all the moments you want in one of these movies. Just, you get one, and then you wait another ten minutes, and then you get another one. And it's just, it's fucking, it's fucking great. You have, in this movie, Shaw and Dom literally driving their cars at full speed into oh one God. another. I totally thought that it was going to be chicken. Multiple times. I thought that they were going to be playing a game of chicken, but they didn't, neither one of them got that memo. Just, just head-to-head collision. Like then you have skydiving cars. Man, look. Look. Let's fucking go. Look. And Tyrese killing it in that situation, of course. I mean And it, it goes right into an epically long and badass chase. Super great chase. That that how does that chase climax? It climaxes with Paul Walker. Running up a bus as it's falling off a cliff. Yeah, running up a bus as it's falling off a cliff, and then and then catching Letty, the back of a spoiler yeah, at Letty's car, swerving out over the cliff edge, like it's just bananas. It's such a badass scene, and even like the introduction of characters in this time is great. This is when we get introduced to Mister Nobody. And, oh, you're right. I it, mean, this movie introduces three or four characters, so you figure, you just said, Kurt Russell's character, Mr. Nobody, who the whole movie are like, well, this is obviously the, this is obviously the bad guy who's going to be... But he's not! Swerve! Swerve! There is no swerve! Swerve, there's no swerve. He's legitimately... He's a legit guy who, He just wants a God's eye. He just, he just wants, he just wants the device that'll take, turn off all the lights in the world? Is that what it was? I'm not sure. I think the, the, the device is, maybe the most MacGuffin of all MacGuffins, this device will shut off all power, period. No, that wasn't what the God's Eye was. That's what it was. Oh, no, I'm sorry, sorry. No. No, that was the uh, that was a previous thing. This is the one that... Um, hacks into all the things. Hacks and... into every single yeah, yeah. camera or device and can locate anybody in yeah. a matter of like an hour. Yeah, yeah. So Sorry, that's what it was. Yeah, so... You what know, was the device and... I'm thinking of? What was the power thing? That was from... Was that 6? Yeah, that was that was what 6, I think, was. Uh, what sure. Shaw was looking for was that chip or something. I don't remember. It's not important in these movies. What are we talking about here? Um, but yeah, you have Kurt Russell trying to convert Vin Diesel to, to, to Belgian, to Belgian ale, ale instead of Corona. This, ooh, <laughs> this motherfucker pulls out a bucket of Corona on ice. And you lost your goddamn well, because, mind. Because he's pouring him like a nice pint of beer. And I made the joke of, like, he's not going to be able to drink it because he can't grab the top of it to drink it. And he's he, like, I'm more of a Corona man. And then, okay. Bucket, and he grabs the fucking beer out of the bucket like he holds the beer. You lost your goddamn mind. I was mind. like, fucking right. This movie's got everything. Um, I apologize. The end of that skydiving scene chase was not Paul Walker running up the back of a, a bus. It was uh, Dom... Going in reverse down the back of the... No, he was driving straight off the cliff with Ramsey in the car and them toppling like a fucking tumbleweed and them just being fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But, right. Yeah. The bus thing still happened, though, in that same scene. Oh, no, yeah. I thought it was the end of the scene. I, I, I no, was no, reading, no, no. I it was happened. reading my notes and the same thing happened as I was watching the movie. I was like, oh, 
We're still going We're still here. Still going, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, uh, Jamin Hunsu's character, who's another one, he kind of gets the short end of all the new characters because you know, well, obviously he's the the villain that's gonna die in this movie, but he doesn't get as much to do as Jason Statham or Kurt Russell or the actress who plays Ramsey. Um, but it's still you know fun to see another name actor in this. They do a good job of introducing all those characters. Um, yep. And then we go to Abu Dhabi. And so far in all these movies, when we kind of take a break and have to go somewhere else for the mission, I felt it was kind of always superfluous. Like in six, when Brian goes back to LA, right? That is your new favorite word. Superfluous. It's a good word. In five, when we take little excursions, they can be fun, but they don't necessarily add anything. They don't add anything. Abu Dhabi changes the game. You get the girl fight with uh, Letty and Ronda Rousey and all the Dora Beige, <laughs> basically. Yeah. You get Shaw randomly showing up and wrecking shit again. You get Roman Shtick. Um, really great. He, he's basically he, just being Chris Tucker in this movie. He doesn't want to. He he's not gonna do it. He's not gonna. He's not gonna parachute. And he's then gonna he's gonna, gonna tell stand up jokes in the middle of this party. Kesha's reaction is like not the birthday. Thing. Yeah, not like, the birthday like, thing. Like, what else? What else has he done this for? <laughs> so funny. And then the creme de la creme in this franchise, I think, so far. Them escaping with the car by driving it, flying through three buildings. They were just falling with style. The fact that this movie also takes the time and the nuance to actually foreshadow things. Like, none of the other movies have done that. Yeah, no, this did. Like, this movie the, the did sun a, through the... Cars don't fly, Jack. Cars don't fly. Yeah, they motherfucking do. They fucking do, because Vin Diesel's behind the wheel when he's going from this building. To that building, to that building. And each time as it happens, Paul Walker's reaction and Vin's like almost like not confident confidence in doing it. Yeah. He's like, I just got to go for it. it. I think is, that's part of it. That's part of the secret. It's the franchise in a nutshell. It is something that is so unfucking realistic But the the characters in the moment reacting as their characters would and as anybody would for it and seeing it actually play out is just mwah, chef's kiss it is yeah what you come to these movies to do um and i i could not get enough of it but there was a couple other moments earlier on in the movie where it's establishing certain things that do play out later. I forget particularly what they are. I didn't write them down, but that was the main one where I was like, oh, son of a bitch. Like, they actually left us some breadcrumbs to get there later on, and they, they paid off. If you're listening in a Fast and Furious movie, normally there's nothing for you, but in this movie, we have some nuggets. Uh, I think my biggest, and this is a minor nitpick for this movie, I think my biggest complaint about this movie is you can see the story pivots in some of the scenes being built around trying to hide the fact that Paul Walker is no longer here. Yeah, like you can, I, I, you can see it's kind of a little organic, like inorganic. Yeah, how like 
oh, he misses the bullets and, you know, the thrill of chase and like not getting used to domestic life. Yeah. There's like, a few moments where, like, he's in a shadowy or quick cut fight scene, especially with Tony Jaw. I mean, granted, it's fucking Tony Jaw. That's what he's fucking known for. Um, yeah, but it's, you can kind of tell. It's transparent. It's, I, I totally get it and I won't misgive them for doing it. No. It still takes you out of the movie temporarily as yeah. your brain is thinking about that. There's also a really awkward moment when they're at Han's funeral early on and he, and they're like He's like, No more funerals. He's I was like, like well, oh. and he's like, one more. <laughs> it's like, yeah, ah! it's like, oh gosh, no. Yikes. Oh um, man. And then of course we have another batshit crazy ass fucking ending. Yeah, it's just it's just it just is batshit on top of batshit on top of batshit. It's just it's fun. It's so much fun. It really is. Um and they just have so much fun doing it. Really. Um Yeah. So I have to I have to break this down. Oh no. The the, the ultimate climax of the movie is is Dom in another absolutely horrific car crash. Car crash after he's incapacitated Shaw with you know the basically an entire parking structure on top of him. Yeah. Um, and when it looks like he's not going to make it out, Letty and Brian essentially get into a argument on how to help Dom. Right. Brian's trying to give him CPR, and Letty's like, "No, let me talk to him." <laughs> Let me talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, very good, Samantha. Um, <laughs> and her, like, telling him everything that she remembers. Like, she remembers everything now. Her her, her brief respite away from the group and has are, jogged her memory. And they're married. They're married. It's they're all beautiful. He's all wet. He's getting married in a white tank top and all white. <laughs> I mean, come on. Can you if 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 I, the wedding so, of our dear friend Augie Artillas does not have him dressed in a white wife beater and all white, it won't. I'll be severely disappointed. It won't. So get ready for disappointment. But I'm shocked you didn't hear me over here. I was shaking. I was like, No, mm-hmm. I knew you were shaking. I knew you were laughing. That's amazing. I and knew then you were of course, uh, of course that. You know, that brings him out of his slumber. There was a really dope line about love there. Uh, oh, no, there was. It was, it was. you know, like, why didn't you tell me we were married? And he said, because you can't tell someone they love you. Like, that's fucking deep, bro. I know. And, he, and then that, and then the, his his speech at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean... That's really not even as the character. It's, it's just not, him it's talking like, to Paul Walker. I used to say I lived my life a quarter mile at a time. And that's why we were brothers. Because you did too. So I was sitting here, I was like, I am not going to cry. <laughs> like, I refuse. I kept looking over at you. I know you did. You I were going you. to. You know what stopped You know what honest to God stopped me? What? That corny ass see you again song. Oh man. I hate that song. It's it's fine. It's you, I didn't realize it was for this movie. It got nominated for an Oscar! I Academy Award nominee Wiz Khalifa. Academy Award nominated movie fastened. Oh, well, I'm fine with that, because technical things happen. Well, Vin was like, we're going to get nominated for Best Picture. Vin was like, (laughs) sure of it. Vin was like, this movie, and to be honest, hold on, I'm going to do this, hold on. Oh, God. Damn it, I keep changing this. Oh, no, James Wan's right there, so I can get to it from there. 
Furious 7 came out in 2016? 2015. So the 2016 Oscars. Let's see what this movie was running up against. Well, first of all, the song. Uh, where are the awards? There we go. The song. Where's the fucking chart? Give me the chart. The song lost to... Uh, oh, fuck that. Oh, no, it didn't get nominated. I thought it did. Am I in the wrong year? It got nominated for a Golden Globe. I gotta swore it got nominated for... For Best Original Song. Hold on, let me just make sure I'm not in the wrong year. Mm. Oh, yeah, it must have not have. I, I don't think Apologies it... Apologies to Wiz Khalifa. It got nominated for a Golden Globe. Accolades. No, what the fucking... Why is nothing working? Why is nothing on my phone working? We've been doing this for two hours. And everything's falling apart. Yeah, it, it didn't... I, I think it got... I, it was nominated for Critics' yeah, best... Choice. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> movie Awards for the best song it won. Best action movie it was nominated. Yeah. The Golden Globes, the song was nominated. Okay, and it got nominated for a Grammy. For a Grammy. Okay, never mind. I, I Almost thought... EGOT was Khalifa. <laughs> Shut um... up. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so the movies that did get nominated. So let's, let's analyze this. So the winner for Best Picture was Spotlight. Okay. Okay. And then The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, and Room. You mean to tell me Furious 7 couldn't have snuck in there? That, the, you, you best believe, I, I like this movie more than I like The Martian. I like this movie more than I like The Revenant. Almost, I think, maybe. I don't remember my... Yeah, but that movie right. had a bear. The, the, did that bear jump through three fucking buildings? No! Um... You are hot on this Fast and Furious teat. This is this is a weak ass year. Honestly, I I side with Vin. Vin 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 was right. Fast and Furious Furious. Hashtag 7. Vin was right. Vin was right. Vin <laughs> Furious was right. Seven should have been nominated for some awards because what it's capable of doing on bringing the best pieces of Fast Five, actually adding to them in incredible ways. Bringing in fucking stars that fit like a glove into the franchise. Being fun and being an honest-to-God tribute to their their co-lead is great. But yes, in a roundabout way, let me say once again that I did not cry in this movie. Because that See You Again song is very, very cheesy. <laughs> it is. That's why. Um, but it's a great homage. I think the CGI they did was good. Like... If I didn't know that Paul Walker was dead, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's Paul Walker. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that looks like him. He looks a little uncanny, but, you know, maybe just the lighting in his, his smile that day. I don't know. Hmm. Um, That's just how he looks. Yeah. I am blown away that two of these five movies, two of these four movies we're talking about tonight were as unironically great as they were. I, 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 I have no I I have no negatives besides the three people we're going to talk about for LVP. You, it is you, a three you're vote. so funny. I mean, do you have anything? Um, I no, I, no. I yeah. mean, I think that they handled a lot of it really well. I liked the new characters. I I loved the the plan, right? And like the skydiving car, like it was just wild. 
It was just wild, just like the cakes on Nailed It are wild. Like, that's how I view this movie. Like, because, you know, like, Nicole Byer, when she's doing the judging, she's like, it's just wild. And you don't know if she loves it or she hates it, but you Mm -hmm. know it's something. That's kind of like, you know, these scenes get to be like that. Um, But, yeah, it's just, it's a good time. It's a lot of fun. Um, The fight scenes are are awesome. Uh, That's, I will take up... So the the car chases and all the action is fantastic. The fact this movie has evolved into, I think, one of the better like actual hand to hand combat fight scenes movies between yeah. between Dwayne and Statham between I mean like I said you have Tony John this from the raid, yeah. um, who's going toe to toe with uh, with Brian a couple clicks, and then you still have Michelle Rodriguez getting down with the, the MMA girls like. Yeah. It's got everything you yeah. fucking And I and I and I liked the like hot potato like but it still has car stuff like and racing. Oh yeah. I like the game of hot sure. potato, like with, with her jumping through the window mm-hmm. and stuff like when they're and creating it, off Ramsey and the drone following even them. Even though it's twenty fifteen and even though we in Abu Dhabi and even though the movie is what it is, we go to Abu Dhabi, what do we got? Fucking girls soaking with James Wan. Loves filming girls' butts. No, that's James Wynn. No, James Wynn likes filming birds' butts. <laughs> James Wan, <laughs> like, there is so much ass in this movie, and yeah. I'm like, oh, what a shame. I think, like, one of the like, race wars, the girl, like, starts a race war. Like, I'm like, where are her clothes? She's wearing a, a toddler large shirt, <laughs> essentially. Um, MVP and LVP. Let's start with LVP. I have, I, I think we know who the answer is, but there are two other candidates that have to be mentioned here. Uh, so let's see if we're on the same well, train. Well, I think Who's... Ronda Rousey um, was not very good at all. She has four lines. And she and normally, should have had zero. Normally, I'm like, you can't. But in this case, it's stunt casting. Where you're like, oh, we're gonna put Ronda Rousey on the on the in the cast. People who like, Ronda Rousey that might bring some people in because she's at that point was still like the baddest woman on the planet, you know. And even when she's speaking in Arabic, it is. I yeah, this it might have been the most intelligible and and passionate she was because she's like these parties are a drag. Yeah, she is just as bad as an actress as she is a wrestler in a wrestling promo. So she is my vote, but it stands to at least discuss Iggy Azalea, I, who she has had one, one line. I will argue it was that bad because this is how bad it was. As she's delivering the line, I'm like, <laughs> I jumped. I was like, "What the fuck is that person even saying?" And it was and what, difficult to understand. And then I realized it was Iggy Azalea. It was so bad, I didn't even recognize who the person was. My brain was trying to wrap itself around what was happening. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to flat out do this. If we get blocked on Spotify again, it'll be fucking worth it. I'm going to YouTube her line in this movie to see if I can figure out what it is. Okay. Iggy Azalea, Furious 7. Nope, not the soundtrack. Give me, here we go. Fast 7 clip. It's 12 seconds, and there's subtitles on it, I think. So oh, here we good. go. And we also watched these movies with subtitles, so we should have known what she was saying. Hey, that's the girl I heard so much about. Where you been at, ghost girl? 
There's a girl I heard so much about. Where, Where you been at? at? Ghost girl. <laughs> and then that's what starts everyone calling her ghost girl. Yeah, abysmal. Uh, the other person I have is Lucas Black. Because what? You mean that 45-year-old motherfucker? You mean that 45-year-old, 18-year-old? <laughs> so we talked about it when we talked about Tokyo Drift that we couldn't figure out. He reminded me of Sopin. <laughs> and he did even more. He had just like a mush mouth, but he was enunciating clearly. That's what it is. He's got mush mouth, but he's enunciating. He has resting dumb voice. <laughs> Uh, we couldn't figure out if he was just so in legology, like Alabama fueled in Tokyo Drift, that it was actually perfect for the character and brilliant. So we kind of let him off with a pass. In his ninety seconds in this movie, I was like, okay, I can tell from this one he was bad in the last. Yeah, movie. yeah. I figured out retroactively after over ten years. That Lucas Black actually fucking sucks and should have probably been the LVP of that movie instead of the girl. He was... Well, that could be one of your noms. It might be. He was very bad looking... Because here's the thing also. They didn't reshoot the scene leading up to him talking to Vin. They just played the scene of fucking Bow Wow walking up to... Twinkie. Twink. Twink. Walking up to uh, Sean and saying like, hey, he knew Han. You don't see the race, which was also a disappointment. Like, I wanted to I see... I wanted to see that race. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can show the race because Dom never loses. And Sean just established himself as the as the D, the new DK. Right. So I don't and, think you can well, show it. So I get it. You, you think, who says American Muscle can't drift? I mean, that car is awkwardly shaped. And Japan is way smaller. You know who like, doesn't say it? Newton and everyone else that studied physics. Like... Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing that means that he did lose. <laughs> so Dom's now the Drift King as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dom's the Drift King. Yeah, and then it's just like this fucking awful minute scene that we didn't even need for. We could have just done a phone conversation, let's be honest. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, all that said, Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still Ronda she's Rousey. She's just bad. Yeah, she's she adds nothing she ta- to And anything. she takes me out of it. She takes me out of it. That... So that's the perfect way to discern it. Iggy Azalea, it's so quick, it's one scene. It takes you out of it for 15 seconds. Lucas Black, it takes you out of it for a minute, minute and a half. Yeah, but at least but you just have for Ronda, the like, entire you, fight scene. Well, and you see her beforehand as well, so you know something's coming with her too. So you're thinking about right. it. And you're at least getting a little excited about her fight scene. But and then as it's the fight like, scene's going on, I was like, it's God, I that, hope she doesn't have another quip. Yeah, it's not that great no. either. So I succeeded in my mission for movies. On this podcast, four women. Now, I will give Jordana Brewster and Elsa Pataki at least the solace in knowing, like, they're actresses. And they just had a bad go of it. Gina I think Carano that's worse. Rousey, I think that's worse. No. Gina Carano and Ronda Rousey shouldn't even have been in this movie. Like, it should have been... You could have hired another badass-looking chick that at least took some fucking acting classes. Oh, Okay. Um, MVP. I have a list. I already mentioned The Rock. Yeah. I already mentioned that I think this is Vin's best performance. Okay. Since the first one. Okay. You can't argue with how unparalleled Jason Statham is in terms of a presence in a movie like this. He has, I think I read, 17 lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's Makes it. Sense. But he's in it from start 
to almost finish. Like he I wish he was in it more. Is in honestly. it. And he's just constantly showing up and you know, wreaking havoc and it's great to watch and mm-hmm. yeah, he does all of that without saying very many things and it's like that's how you know he does a great job. But and I'm not I don't know if I'm being skewed by the story of it all or if it was leading up to this from the previous two movies and me mentioning it. I think it's Paul Walker. I think in terms of value to the movie and in terms to what his character's struggling with and what he does, he doesn't have the most and to his, do. And then, you know, he knocked Mia up again. I mean... Fucking Brian O'Connor with that fucking super sperm. <laughs> fucking plugging Jordana Brewster every fucking nine months. Um, I think... I think he has commanded the character, and I think he is the heart and yeah. soul of the franchise. It took him seven movies to get there. Hey, and as soon as he did, <laughs> what happened happened, unfortunately. I think it would be nice if we gave it to him. Okay, that's fine with me. So we're going to go Paul Walker for Furious 7 as the MVP of the movie. Um, so we haven't doubled up on this franchise yet. We've had a different, we've had Vin, Luda, Sun Kang... Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> I know, I was like reading down. No, then we have fucking Braga, John Ortiz, Tyrese, uh, The Rock, and then Paul Walker. I have a feeling that's going to change the last three because you figure now we you're got... introducing... Well, we got Heavy Dwayne for... Hobbs and the, Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, and of course Statham could... But I know they're both still in Fate. And then for F9, we got fucking Cena, and I think there's a couple other newbies in there. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen, but... Um, I am... Thoroughly spent. Yeah, me too. I'm falling asleep. Yeah, this is this has been two hours and twenty minutes. This this is this podcast has not been fast, uh, nor furious, but it has been a, it has been a pleasure. Let's uh, score Furious Seven. Okay. Uh, I go first on this one. Yep. I, I said it before, and I said it again. I think this is better than Fast Five. Fast Five laid the groundwork for what this movie and this franchise should and could be going forward. And Furious Seven's like, we got you. On top of being one of the most beautiful, ironically or not, send-ups of a fictional character yeah. that has ever taken place. I'm giving this movie a 9. Wow, I'm also going to give it a 9. I liked it just as much as Fast Five. Yeah, that, that's fair. So it'll it'll ultimately be ranked a, a quarter of a point higher because I went a little higher on it. So thus far, our order from best to worst would be... The Great Dictator, no kidding. <laughs> would be, because it's right in the middle of all these, would be Furious 7, okay. Fast 5, uh-huh. Tokyo Drift, uh-huh. The Fast and the Furious, uh-huh. Fast and Furious 6, okay. Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, wow. I think, that's, uh, I think that sounds about right. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Next week will be Harriet the Spy, and then we will, the week afterwards, Try to include, finish this up. With the Fate of the Furious, F9, and Hobbs and Shaw. And then we'll get, uh, then, God, this is, this was a random movie, by the way, so we have to draw something. Oh, no. I have, the, I have the calendar done through Halloween. I hope you don't have to change it again. I will say, if it, if, if it is something that's more than one movie, we're just gonna fucking draw something else and push that back. Okay. I don't want to have to remake the schedule for, like, the ninth time in the past, like, fucking two months. Yeah. Because we got good stuff on the on the way. We got Reservoir Dogs. We got fucking Psycho. We got Birdemic 2 and 3. We got the other Halloween shit that you and I are going to nominate. So 
make sure uh, you need to be on the lookout for two two different sets of movies to nominate. Um, you need to be on the lookout for whatever you're going to nominate after we watch Harriet the Spy mm-hmm. this weekend mm-hmm. for the episode that's going to air at the end of September. Mm-hmm. And then be thinking of what you want your Halloween nomination movies to be. Okay. For you know, your favorite genre, horror. Great. Or scary. Uh, but with that, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for bonus content. Facebook.com slash Married Movies at Mary W. Movies on Twitter. Married Movies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show for you. At Jam With Your Sam. I did that backwards. Yeah, I know. That's why you like, freaked me out. I was like, uh, what? At your host, Mo38 on Instagram. Um, you can check out my uh, my uh, retro wrestling diary, Arcade Audio.net slash Podbloggle. I've made the decision that I am going to uh, halt my standard retro diary process mm. but i'm going to continue to watch the shows and instead i think i'm just going to do my um every set duration every 16 show recap because i don't want to stop watching the shows particularly because of the era that i'm in but i'm just a little burnt out and tired of these extensive recaps i don't know how many people are actually reading so instead, I'm just going to do some some era analysis and have fun. Uh, but you can read all Are the old ones. Are you going to throw a pivot table in there? No, I'm not. I don't even know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So check out all the old ones and be on the lookout for new things as they come up. Uh, they'll be much more sporadic um, over the weeks and months. Awesome. This is a record, I think. For the longest? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember how long we went for Mighty Ducks. We, cause fucking, oh, yeah, we got into it there. No, I'm just curious. Hold on. That was, what, last year? No, it was the year before. I think two years ago, yeah. Yeah, I don't care that much. Yeah, for Mullet. <laughs> this is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Buried with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I don't live my life a quarter mile of the time. I live my life how long it takes me to look up something on my phone. And when it takes <laughs> too long, I'm like, fuck it. Fuck it. it. <laughs> <laughs>